and welcome to the one one. I'm BJ Ryan, episode 129, proudly sponsored by Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. Well, after a week apart, we had to uh, we had to conduct episode 128 on Zoom, but it's great to be back in one one HQ alongside the Perth Racing Guru, Terry Layton. G'day, Terry. G'day, BJ. How are you? Good. How are we holding up? Yeah, not too bad. Still a little bit, little bit fluids. Thought I was better on Sunday or Monday, and then just struck me again. You know, no, mm. no, no, nineteen, mm-hmm. no nineteen. But look, I'm pretty tough character. So <laughs> you know, we're just we're just taking it one sniffle at a time. <clears throat> so you think your voice is going to be able to make it through? Well, I've got to get passionate. Gonna... If it's a race I don't like, I'll I'll just go quiet probably. But um, which is unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it. <laughs> I've seen, fa- I've seen, fa- the, I've seen the list of bets you want to have down over there. So. <laughs> Got a sore arm from writing them all down. <laughs> I think so. you might have a fair bit to say on a fair few of the races. Yeah, so. it's probably. So for something different, eh? Yeah, uh, coming off a busy long weekend uh, of racing, wasn't it? It was uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Then we had uh, yesterday at Belmont, so there's been plenty happening. How have you how have you been seeing them? How have you been seeing them? Yeah, no, we're going good. We're going yeah. good. It's all uh, definitely it's just all buddy. Yeah, it's just all a blur at times, isn't it? So mm. much, so much bloody racing. But um, yeah, no, going well. I think the the theme of the last week and the punt for me has been um, just the winners on the um, on the drift. To mm. be honest with you, beads. Yeah. I, didn't ex- I didn't expect to really care about that race. And after, I mean, after we recorded the podcast, had we uh, maybe even another came out and um, beads got out to nearly six bucks. Mm. Um, devoted. I had no real intention of backing devoted, but got out to high fives. Um, even some Valley of Queens was missed, fours out to eights. I missed uh, the Betfair Belmont for the Belmont Guineas. Who ended up starting favourite? Uh, was it Search and Rocks or Rock I and Roll? I think it was Search and Rocks. They yep. were those two were at the head of the market. There was good money uh, hardly ever with the way the rail and was. And Devoted playing. got sort of squeezed a touch to touch it. Yeah, did, yeah. yeah. Just I think everyone just expected a real uh cerise and white typical cold ride. But um, what was the, they seem to show was, a bit more aggression these days with um Mickey J handing out the instructions. What uh, what were the what was the betfair situation for other ones, son? Did uh, he get it? out to two thirty? Okay, um, big drifter there as well. Um, but it's just it's just been that sort of um, yeah that sort of setup all week. Even like a horse yesterday. Like I think most people um, that I spoke to liked. I know you did. Goes two walks. Mm-hmm. It was three twenty out to high, it touched five bucks for a bit, you know. I think over four fifty or whatever, but it, it was the trial or it was the one. Like it, there wasn't a huge amount else in that race to come at. Um, but yeah, Bet- Betfair's been a very valuable tool of late in the last week or so. But uh, it always is, I guess. Race one, let's take you back. Race one last Saturday, mm. double digit in oh. front. Prince Turbo lunging yeah. photo. Um, I was I was actually on my on my office floor. Yeah. I was actually on the office floor. I backed it. I had a good chunk of the five fifty. Um, had a really good chunk of the five fifty. Took some more four fifty. I thought I knew it would be the backed runner. Mm-hmm. Started three twenty and got got every chance. In all fairness, yeah. Um, and Barrow Magic was really good too. Uh, there was only there was a three horse photo. So it's a tough. I, I, it's, it's, it's a just tough. Agree. You just start, always, you start always start feel aggrieved when you get beaten by a lip. But if I had a one, you could say I probably would have been lucky as well. So. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. It was, do you know what though, BJ? Yeah. It's good punting, but <laughs> <laughs> it set the day up though, didn't it? Because it was well, uh, to start crying. <laughs> I backed Arnie's boy in the uh, in the second when it got out to seven bucks, and it loomed the winner until my mate Paris and George came <laughs> came and grabbed. And I had them both equal favourites, but Arnie's boy was longer. So. 
But um, the, the card sort of, it, it was building, building, building. Uh, Savage One was was a standout that worked out mm-hmm. to plan a pre- precisely how you uh, laid it out on the show. And then that was race six of the day. And then race seven, we were in for something special with the victory of other one son, uh, three-year-old coming off a 35-day break, taking on the older horses. Three wide, no cover, super fast race, and somehow finds a way to win. What were your initial thoughts on the other one son victory? Yeah, it was uh, just the win of a very, very, very good horse. Um, can't wait for the guineas next week. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Um, yeah, I think even going a little bit further and looking at what we're going to see in the guineas, obviously we saw what Devoted did. Rock and Nori was great again. Um, Search and Rocks had a lot of excuses. He missed mm. the kick, working hard to do the work to get there. Search and Rocks is the one the market will probably miss um, in the guineas. Don't know if it can beat the two good ones in all fairness or three good ones. Yeah, but, um, I, I, I'm sort of with you there. Was missed the kick. You pushed, don't, you pushed don't have up the right then, to do it at both ends, you know what I mean? But so, the, I think the, the, the key moment was when um, Jay McNaught on K-May eased out yeah. and it just allowed uh, Clint Johnston-Porter just to edge oh, search and yeah. rocks towards the fence. I don't even know how much cover Clint really Yeah, did. I've seen the steward patrol. Steward's report's wrong. I shouldn't say, shouldn't say white. It wasn't. It, it, he was either – he either had full cover or half cover yeah. most, of the, most of the race after – sort of t- tucking in and then you had to sort of pop out to get rolling. I don't want to give too much away for that race because mm. I do have a pretty strong opinion about the guineas early. I'm not mm. going to say a thing, but um, I look forward to next week um, diving into that event. Mm. So that was one race later. So we had other ones, Sun uh, Spectacular, and then one race later, Devoted, CJP's jammed it in the 1-1. One, one. Um, it wasn't a true 1-1. One, one, it was it, yeah, it was sort of – it was – Close enough. It's interesting um, to see as yeah, they're riding a few of the Saracen white runners a little bit uh, a little bit closer. It looks like he's Mickey's um, getting him to improve out of the gates. We'll talk about memorable miss later mm. in the program. It, it looked like it's um, jumped better in its trial than it ever has. It's never been able to take advantage of a gate, so yep. it's a really nice extra string to your bow. Like that's what we the best Saracen white runners are, or the best. Yeah, the very best are the ones that can also jump. Yeah, I'm talking when Arcadia Queen can land in fourth, or Western Empire can land in fourth and still let down, as well as. Um, Galaxy Star, who usually will be dead last. Yeah. If you can let down exactly the same and be six lengths closer, you're going to be harder to beat, aren't you? Yeah, 100%. And then the day ended with uh, one of your favourite horses from Geraldton yeah. winning, but I think might have. Oh, I was, just, I was very confused with that yeah. race. Like, I, we did everything uh, right. We had, we had the good yep. price Star Trey uh, all day session, and it probably, it, it, well, each should have won. All day seven session definitely should have won the race. And um, yeah, I was about 650 star trade and 10 bucks false statement. And I, you can't back them all though, mm. you know. So I've ended up backing all day session and false statement. And but the horse that ran second. And not only does it just run second, you don't get a collect, but everyone sees it now. Yeah. This little one you had hidden and you thought you were you were pretty smart. And um, and now the world sees it. So no, it wasn't the ideal end to the day in that sense. I think we had a little little jag of the quaddy or something, but uh, it was a good uh, good day's racing. It was a good day's racing and it was a nice, firm deck. Uh, the good horses ran good times. It's been tipped upside down this weekend, though, Terry, which we'll get to in the preview. Heaps of rain overnight, more to come. Looks like being a genuine sort of heavy track this Saturday. Yeah, it should be, yeah. The mm-hmm. fact the rain's not um, subsiding the day before and most of it's coming the night before. It should be nice and wet. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Something different. All right. So we'll move into the Hyperion Stakes Day preview in just one moment. Just a reminder for all you Mastermind fans out there, we have Timmy Gears versus a mystery opponent. Maybe not so mystery opponent, but uh, Timmy, of course, is looking to become the first cont- the third contestant rather to win five Masterminds 
in a row. So we'll get to that later in the show. But for now, let's take a break and we'll be back starting our Hyperion Stakes Day preview. Okay, punters, it's time to partner with Betfair Preview Hyperion Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're teaming up to record episode 129 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is almost 11 a.m. on Thursday, the 9th of June. Pinjara today, Roburn tomorrow. Roburn tomorrow, Terry, why is that of special interest to oh, you? Yeah. The Jack, the, uh, the Peppy. Happy Jack. Uh, yeah, he's making his uh, Roburn Sprint or Cup or Port Hedlands. I don't even know. Just target all of them. Yeah. Just making his uh Didn't Hawks say, the trainer Christian Hawkins say, uh, uh, Port Hedland, Roburn, Cup, Broom Cup, Kalgoorlie Cup. That yeah, was the plan. <laughs> Cup, yeah. <laughs> We're heading to the Kalgoorlie round again this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Well, don't write off. I mean, uh, Stafford's lad went through a uh, Broom season and onto the Kalgoorlie season, so Peppy Jack could be the... Uh, the Stafford's lad of uh, 2022. So. Fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing how uh, Pepe goes, his first start up there for the Hawk in Robin tomorrow. Good luck to everyone concerned um, and to the club getting uh, getting the, the season up and running there in Robon. We've got uh, Hyperion Stakes at Belmont this Saturday and, of course, we've got a Kalgoorlie meeting to round out the weekend on Sunday. Certainly do. Saturday sinner finally going around from oh. Carapalotti. Yeah, mate. So uh, might need it, though. Okay. A few weeks off, so we'll see how we go. And uh, BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competition. And as BJ alluded to before, don't forget our uh, Timmy Gears chasing win number five against a mystery opponent, a top liner, Mm. a top liner, a group two, a group two (laughs) performer. Uh, later in the show in the WA Racing Mastermind Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind competition. That was close. Very good. That'll do. Uh, what's happening edge-wise? Barefoot edge. Uh, it's happening. Uh, we've got Lindsay on this week. We've got Lindsay on. Lindsay Smith? Yeah, we've got Lindsay on. I'll have a chat about uh, God has chosen and um, I'll tell him you think he's an idiot for going to the Belmont Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're trying to win a railway, Lindsay. Come uh, on, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't, I wonder if Lindsay's actually ever put a – a head collar or a bridle on God has chosen. He probably hasn't. Nah. Probably, I wonder if he's ever actually seen him in the flesh. Probably, but, thinks, uh, it's a, probably thinks it's a mare, <laughs> like me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right, looking forward to listening to the Guru chat to Lindsay Schmidt on the Betfair Edge. Uh, download the app uh, or tune in, 657 on the AM dial, I think. So. Gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. <laughs> and if, yeah, because uh, you can never get a, never get too much Guru, can you? So, um, yeah, ask Nicola. <laughs> She'd probably disagree, I'd suggest. <laughs> All right. So uh, it's Hyperion Stakes Day, Saturday the 11th of June, Belmont Park, a wet Belmont Park. The rail's in the four-metre position. Um, plenty of rain overnight, as we mentioned earlier. Six to 10 mil forecast today, 15 to f- potentially 30 on Friday, mm. and more rain uh, forecast for race day as well. So uh, seven, eight, nine, it could start at a – Six seven and climb, or it might just be waterlogged from the from the start. But we'll know more Saturday morning. But uh, yeah, obviously the wet track form will come into heavy focus as we preview this meeting, Terry. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Just got to watch and see what happens. It's one of those days the rail might end up getting a bit sloppy, or uh, it could end up a heavy eight or nine with mm-hmm. once we start running on it and it starts uh, chopping up in the rain as well. So, uh, yeah, very unique conditions and, um, yeah, looking forward to it. A few bit of a point of difference. Just, yeah, I'd just be wary about 
diving into too many favourites on those type of conditions because that can get very ugly very quickly. Very good. Okay, race one, 11.59am. And if you were brave enough to uh, to tackle the elements and head out to Belmont Park on uh, I'll be there. on Saturday, Right, what's the what's the champ? Well, you won't have to pay because we've got the free entry to Belmont still. Park plate still. Oh. It's uh, it's a bargain, punters. So uh, make sure you're taking any take <laughs> take advantage of the uh, spectacular free entry conditions out there at Belmont Park this Saturday. So this is a fourteen hundred meter two rod race. Do I still get free entry if I arrive after this race? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I'm going to be arriving till. Still very a lot closer to, to the uh, Hyperion. Anyway, um, I, it's it's only a small field, but there's a bit of there's a bit of talent here, a bit of talent. I don't, yeah. I don't mind mind a few of them, but it's going to be market dependent as to which way I go. Um, or your thoughts on the uh, on the juvenile opener? Uh, I just think that the Saturday form of Vamp hit play and upper limits is the superior form uh, in my mind to final series and Cup over Lotchi. So that's the way I'm going to go. Um, not not the greatest map for Vampire play because mm. the few of them directly under it are going to want the same spot as her. So it'll be interesting what happens here, whether Brad Parnham is forced to breeze outside final series. Does upper limits go forward from the awkward gate or do they just jag? I expect they'll probably try and ride it cold, but this won't be a fast run race if they do because mm-hmm. Chris Parnham will only amble across on final series. He'll be happy in the breeze. So interesting what happens speed map wise, but um, I'm uh, $2.55 vamp at play. There's not many odds up at the time of recording. It's about two seventy, which yeah, it's in these conditions, I'm not going to be diving in at something at two seventy when I've got it two fifty five. But Vampire play on top for me, and I thought upper limits, so I'm three dollars ninety actually. Thought its last run was just as good as Vampire play. Um, had no right to still be there at the end. Never crossed. It was just one of those right, one of those runs where you're sort of never happy in the run. You've got no real entitlement to still be there in the yep. final hundred. So um, upper limits with more intent to either a lead. Or probably sit dead last. It could either be it'll be first or last, and it should be first or last. Um, yeah, it, it could be better than them. We don't know. So one of those two, but um, yeah, the other two for me. Yeah, I echo your thoughts almost um, word for word. The, I I had upper limits marked shorter than Vampire play in that race the other day, mm-hmm. and um, upper limits sort of goes to the cross from its gate and the horse just begun to the horse, well, didn't it? Yeah, the horse inside it was sort of it was a bit of ducks and drakes going on. I and thought that was a, just a very, very Lacta is my favourite apprentice to back on horses with cover. Mm-hmm. But that was a it was just a nothing steer. Like you had to just show I know probably the instructions were to find some cover, but you're five, six hundred meters into the race and you're still trying to look for it, you just got to lead. You got to show the intent and lane. Paddy's like, well come on, Lacta, what are you doing? One, yeah. one or the other. Make up your mind, Lacta. And Paddy yeah. Paddy's had to give it a kick upper limits a kick pre-bend just to sort of get across and find that spot properly and so that was its kick horses don't usually have two kicks but it's um was beaten under a length yeah I, I thought upper limits was a better run than vampire play myself mm. um and i think there was or oh, there was maybe what a head between them on the line um with upper limits i know vampire play had a bit of a checkered pack passage in the straight <clears throat> so i can appreciate that and um um, and you would imagine with full full flow and momentum in the race, it would have stretched top of the pops. I just I just really liked Upper Limits trial, and then I thought there was heaps of merit just the way that that race unfolded. Unfortunately for it last start, and I I've actually got uh, Upper Limits as my on top selection. Oh, what um, jeez, um, 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 my brain isn't working. What uh, what do you think they'll do tactically with Upper Limits? Will they will they go forward or will they follow the the trial blueprint and go back? I actually thought they might lead 
So yep. yeah, I just got, either way they've got to show intent. Yeah, what they do here. There's no if you try and go half-assed, you're yeah. going to end up. I just don't think Camp uh, Capo Veloce or Vampy play will want to lead. So that either leaves final series coming across and walking them. And or, that's your problem. And yeah. your last walking them. Yeah. Exactly so, right. so I thought, the, I think if Upper Limits had have led the other day, it might have been a different different story. Yeah, so maybe if, if Paddy just sort of cruises across, holds the lead, final series sits outside it, dictates terms from in front, gives a kick, makes them try and get past him. That's the way that I can see him winning. Yep. Um, if he goes back, it's, it, I feel as though that's probably a harder way to find the win. Yeah. Um, so, so leading, being positive would be. <coughs> I can see it winning e- either way. But, yep. um, but yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, just the thing is just make a nice, firm early decision. And the thing with Chris Parnham on final series, Chris isn't someone who really revs them up. Mm-hmm. So he will just amble across and he's happy to sit in the breeze while yep. a lot of hoots want the rail. Like Chris is really happy. We saw that when he won the other day and he rode it. Yeah. And he, he, so, he was, he rated that horse. He also had the, the hardest to beat inside yep. him and behind him. So he was, no, like, he was a, had his chance to beat Yeah. He was, he was able yep. to, to control its destiny in a way as well. Exactly so, right. but but a lot of this, and one thing we can't really presume much about, and I don't know much about the breeding, you may know more, is it's it, a lot will come down to who handles these conditions yeah. too. We, we just don't know that. So Yeah. And I'm with you also. I think the upper limits vampire play form is stronger than the final series Capo Veloce. And I was – I thought – I knew vampire play would be short, but I was 350 the pair of them, upper limits and vampire play. Yeah. But with the way that the market's fallen this morning, upper limits is the bet and the and the value there in race yeah, one. good. What do you think about Brad? Went up seven bucks. Mm-hmm. A bit, a bit plumpy, wasn't it? Yeah, thanks, Brad. Not sure about the word plumpy. <laughs> Better feel be interesting. <laughs> a bit juicy. That was a bit juicy. Yeah. How did he go today, Brad? Were you happy with nah, his set? I barely had a bet with him, so yeah. I must have done it right. Yeah, very good. Yeah, in saying that, I was. It's a very confusing little card. Good it card. Is. I'm looking forward to dissecting this card in all fairness, BJ, because it's a yeah, very interesting one. I'll be doing, and I actually will. I often say it, and then don't do it. I'll be doing most of my work on the exchange later, Jeff. Yeah, there's a bit of depth in in, in these races mm. as we as we proceed through Hyperion Stakes Day. So looking forward to. Uh, to mulling it over with you, Guru. Race two is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap, 1,200 metres. Um, once again, the, the West Speed lacks a bit of, bit of quality, but it's an interesting race all the same. Yeah, not a race I'm overly uh, interested in. Plenty of speed on top mm. for something with cover. Um, Stella Fair, Wild Front, and uh, Pro is here. All look like horses who would prefer to find the top. Um, who actually does find the top? Maybe it goes on barrier. I think with Vicky Corver going on Stella Fair, there won't be too much intent to hand up, but it's down in trip, which can make it harder to hold that top. Probably here might be the quickest natural beginner. Um, so you'd probably like to see, I think if they're, you'd like to see Tash just have real intent and say, buggy is, I, I'm going to try and get across and, um, and and find the fence here. And I don't think, I mean, probably I think forget those two runs when it came to the city. I don't think it's completely impossible. That form from Albany and Mount Barker, though, the Mount National Spirit of Prophecy form hasn't, uh, it won't stand the uh, – it won't hold up all that well. But but we don't know how good this horse is. So interesting runner there, especially if you get a couple of natural leaders not leading and give it up and act as roadblocks. But um, Rural Lee looks well-placed, but I'm not that keen on diving in at 360 when it's um, 1,400 back, you, back to 1,200. What were you thinking, Rural Lee, price-wise? Oh, oh, that's the thing. I'm, I'm 330, mm-hmm. but I don't – I'm not going to dive in at the 360, 380. Like, I'm not too perturbed. I probably won't back it at all at that price, to be honest. Uh, even 4 four fifty, I'm not that desperate. I think it's my on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. If Taj finds a nice pass for Safety Bay, um, I just don't think that gate's a Babylon form. Will um will hold up as you when you, you messaged me before the last yesterday and you said gates of Babylon question mark and I said we'll never win another horse race. <laughs> so you probably know what I think about that. 
but in saying that, um, I do like Safety Bay as a horse. I just think Safety Bay will be better in time leading, and it's not leading this. So, mm. um, yeah, look, rule out on top for me, BG, but I'm down. I'm having a having a bet. Not a race. I'm overly enthusiastic about either, Terry. I, I actually just thought it was going to be a nice setup for Semigel. So, dive, I just yeah. I refuse, especially what five bucks, four bucks. I. Yeah, I know what you mean. It, does, it looks a perfect setup. You sound, you sound, you sound agitated. Are we expecting I a better price? Oh, no, okay. I just yeah. hate. Just fuck Samuel. It, it like, yeah, it couldn't get past Double well, Jeopardy last give us start. A, give, Double had the perfect yeah. race last start to get past Double Jeopardy, but yeah, it can win. Give it us, a, win. give us a spell, Samuel. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. What is it? Four from five from thirty-eight. Yeah, dear. It just felt like a race where there's no, they're, you're, you're they're just going to burn, right. and it's just going to be a bit of a hectic early early middle stages type race. Um, and Simmerdale might be the horse who just does no work, lands in a spot and sort of gets over him late. But yeah. uh, other than that, it's not a race that really interests me too much. It was good to see Wild Front actually find the front and show what it can do last start. The last couple before that were actually yeah, good. but just yeah. just been having to do it real tough. So if 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 Proazier doesn't step and maybe Wild Front gets across, it could it could show some cheek and yeah. um, it's got a heavy track placing to its name as well, Wild Front. So yeah, I, I don't think the five lengths it's made. Yeah. Jason Brown on board back in the day, I'm pretty sure. I'm You're pretty up. sure that was a pretty wet deck. So I don't think the conditions will hold any fears for Wildfront and um, with the Christy Bennett claim rolling along. Could Especially with a name like that. Yeah, but for me, if, um, gun, gun to head for a tip, Sammy Joe. Uh, rule Lee, but no. Nah. Pass. I'll save my powder for... The Roburn. <laughs> All right. Race three is the Morley Growers Market Handicap for the three-year-olds over 1,300 metres. Hardly ever was all the rage in a three-year-old 1,200-metre race. What was that? Two, uh, three weeks ago. But Snipperucci said, not today, hardly ever, and just went bang. Uh, really good win. That's two really good wins, her last three. Um, can mix it up, but she is the top weight here with 59. SJ Miller is gone for the claim. Holly Watson claiming uh, two kilos now. So she's going to carry the 57 kgs. Uh, what are your thoughts on Snipperucci rides? Just rising a touch here to the 1,300. Uh, I'm not too perturbed uh, about that so much. Um, I think the big thing with Snipperucci with Holly going on, difficult horse to handle behind mm. horses. So I think if it gets crossed, <laughs> would not want to be on. And if it leads, I think it'll probably lead and win. Mm. Um, so I guess it's speed map orientated. I saw they took a hold with Red 53 in the trial. So yep. maybe they're going to try and educate Red 53. Um, interesting how he's going because Carberry isn't riding either of Miller's pair. And wore him goes pretty well. So that's a pretty big push not to be riding one for Simon Miller that they might be happy with Red 53 here after the drift of the century at its last run after the Magic Millions. It was three bucks out to eights or something and mm. nothing. It was one of the wildest drifts for a horse to be smashed like it was. Never wanted to be there. It was quite incredible. But, um, yeah, I think that's the key here. If Snipperucci leads, it'll be very hard to run down. Um, but Red 53 will probably be right on its back. And who's the breeze horse? Who have I missed? War him. War him. We'll probably land outside of uh, Snipperucci. But if Stephen Miller tells Holly, I'd uh, be happy to get some cover and you barrier one and Trouble. a horse who does a, does a few things wrong on a wet track behind him, I don't know how keen I want to be on. So mm. Snipperucci is the only horse I reckon I could back, but I definitely have concerns about um, whether it will definitely lead. But do you think they will try and lead? Um, <clears throat> I'm with you. I think if you've got to put Holly on from one, the, the smart – and I think this horse has been beginning really well as well. So it's going to have to take something to show real intent and have real serious gate speed to get across 
Siparucci. So mm-hmm. who what horse can do that without ruining their chances sort of thing. Well, Warhim so, has been a far better horse leading. Yeah. It's two efforts finding the rail or it's best two. Mm. So that, that makes – it doesn't – but in saying that, Chris Parnham isn't – again, he won't be riding it to ears off to find the fence. Yeah. So thought, I think so. If, if Holly if Holly makes her intentions shown early that she can hold up in front here and she's going to take some some beating from in front. Stipper, it's got the potential to yeah. brain them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it's – its ceiling's still pretty high. So It's – it's you know, from the from – the, Numbers wise, it's 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 two of its last three starts. So those victories, rather, those last two victories have been super impressive mm-hmm. uh, against the clock. And yeah, I think you're right. I think if if Holly hands up and they're not going particularly quickly, that could spell trouble for her. I think that's the only way she's going to get beaten. To be honest, mm-hmm. what, what, what are you what, what are you thinking tactically? Viamonte Brad Willer from six. Viamonte is not that good. I've kept saying it over and over and over and over and over again. I, I don't understand, don't understand the Viamonte craze that um, the, the money wise just keeps on coming every single start from six gets back, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. This will be the day it wins because I just got extra angry about it. But uh, yeah, no, Viamonte is not uh, not one for me. And again, it's four dollars eighty. I'm, I think I'm significantly longer than that. You know, I, I can't justify why I think it'll run and improve race a little bit on breeding the fact that everything Clint's riding Clint's pikey at the moment mm. like what he's doing on horses like horses are just finding they're loving him yeah cold chisel looks a length or two off these but these conditions can often bring them all together um, the dams by universal ruler as well so cold chisel's one who isn't up to them mm-hmm. is a length or two often but Clint from a good gate with a Potentially have a couple of them to take each other on in the front. On the minimum. Yeah, I I just think it's one that will go around nearly 20 to 1. I'm 12, 13, so I'm not really overly keen. I probably won't even back it. But, um, yeah, another race I'm not super keen on, but you definitely uh, are watching on the fact that Carberry's opted for Red 53 as well. All right, just for the listeners, what's a bet price for Snipper, Snipper Rucci? Uh, I, don't know. I don't even. I'm not even sure. Well, I'm, I was 260, 270, but I'm not even sure. I'm not taking the 350. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not convinced. Even if we do lead, it doesn't handle the wet conditions. I know it's got a failure on the soft, but that's when it broke its legs. So mm-hmm. You can probably forgive that one. I reckon it's hard to go around when you got a broken paw. Mm. Um, but yeah, look, something in the threes. I think, and, and you're basically paying for Holly to hold up, and I think you should be pretty hard to beat. Okay. Yeah, Cipriucci for me. Uh, I haven't given up on Viamonte just yet, and I think he's the, he's the big danger. So we'll see how we go. Red 53, nice horse. I like that, the way that he sort of improved into the trial, but it was a three or four horse trial and sort of uninterrupted the whole way. So tactically, it will be interesting what Terry mentioned as well, what Paddy's going to do from two, whether they're positive, whether they look for cover. So we'll know more very soon after the jump. But uh, positivity from Holly on Cipriucci uh, will be uh, will uh, pay dividends, I imagine. So, Sniperucci, the top weight on top. Race four is the Heineken 3 handicap. 78 plus, 1,000 metres, only seven runners to face the start at the moment, but fascinating little uh, five-feeling dash. This one, Gurit? Certainly is. Um, I think, I was saying before, I, I usually grab my market and put the amount of lines for the horses and then chuck in the obvious favourites in order and put in the sort of the roughies in order. I couldn't mark a favorite straight away i was like i, I don't know i don't have a mm. i don't have anything that stands out as a clear market alert cryptic love has to be your longest i think uh i think that was a pretty easy i had e always as my second longest and I, I still think e always is pretty well placed here to be honest but that, um, that was exactly what i had as well yeah. yeah so that were my two two longest price runners in my in my market but look i've just purely on this is a wild speed map in the fact you haven't got 
any pressure to Mervyn. You haven't got a leader's back. You haven't got a one-one. Like they're gonna, there's gonna be horses in those positions, but you don't have natural mid to forward speed. You know what I mean? Like yeah, last start he always grabbed the back of the speed, but had to work pretty hard to finally get there. That's how it'll probably work here. Maybe Danny and and Brad will, will plan to go forward on Bazoom. Um, pans down, you mentioned him before. Maybe it's the one from the wide gate that looks to go forward. It can miss kicks, and it's geez, its best runs have always been when given a nice soft run. So um, Bright Diamond naturally from one will hold a spot back of either way. He's maybe three of the fans, but mm-hmm. just yeah, I, I think the way to look at this race for me, I'm not going to get overly excited here. Is you've got. I'm not sure which back marker will win. I, I like Pans Down the most. I think it's the best horse in this race. I'm a massive Pans Down fan, but The Apprentice going back to last potentially all being ridden out of its comfort zone. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not sure how that's all going to pan out. Um, how that's all going to pans out, BJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a wet tracker and a Belmont horse and a thousand meter horse. Ticks a lot of boxes. Uh, big weight swing on Bazoom. Um, I thought it was just as good a run as Bazoom last time over the twelve hundred too. Uh, but you could either try and find one of the four or five back markers who. Mm, there's not much between, well, you just back the leader. You just back the horse that's going to get it all its own way. Hopefully, Taj, you want it to try and break their hearts here. Like, just because because there is no horse, you want to have five of them on the turn, and yep. that's not going mad. You just need to go a little bit quicker than bench, probably. Yeah, that's that, that's the thing with Taj. He doesn't even have to. He, he doesn't even have to press the go button early at all. He just like, if he restrains and they're within, you, don't, you can't be doing that. No, but it's 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 just that balance between going hundred miles an hour early and then being too vulnerable late, or just or just really rating and building and and nicking it sort of thing on on Mervyn. It's, so. it's a difficult ride in the fact there shouldn't be anything within three lengths of the way yep. the speed map looks, and you want you want them all off the bit chasing and out of their comfort zone and putting them in a position they're not used to being because they're used to being in races where they get carts into it and they shouldn't all get cards into this so um yeah mervyn for me wouldn't surprise me if it stops dead and we're gone at the 900 <laughs> like, as per usual but uh look we're still waiting on odds to well, go just, just run through just the quality of mervyn's form though like it, well, it goes down in weight yep. on the summer scorch earlier this year where it goes down half a kilo albeit with the apprentice on mm-hmm. um when it gave miss kentucky four kilos and went down by a length and a half and then the previous three runs were two lengths 2.2 lengths and 4.9 lengths elite street. So handles the wet. We saw it, uh, I think it was in the Pacific, got into a war with a year or two ago. Um, it won the, uh, Mervyn won the jockey celebration sprint on a heavy 10 yeah. last year. Finals, very weak little field. Yeah, but, but don't fast. In yeah. saying that, you're getting a map here where it's yeah. probably, this is a stronger field, but it's a, um, yeah, it's, you're not going to get a, a better speed. But map. it's the price that's the enticing part at the moment. Well, at this point, mm. yeah, I'm waiting for the, uh, what are we they're a bit, they're a bit slow this morning. Well, I think they all follow sports, but when <laughs> they go up, they all uh, they all adjust from there. But um, yeah, look, as I said, you can try and find a back marker to win out of four or five, or you can just back the leader that might be able to nick it uh, on a uh, on a sloppy surface. And yeah, that's the way I'll go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna go with Mervin. Mervin the big fella. Mervin for me as well. Off running, uh, nice opportunity for Taj uh, to uh, partner this fellow. Just hang on. <laughs> really. Just hang on. Just yeah, it'll hang be, on. <laughs> you know, it'll be, it'll be one of those ones that Pete and who's as good at this is you. You back it on Betfair um, pre-race mm-hmm. and you put in an automatic lay price because mm-hmm. it'll probably trade at two dollars fifty on the turn. 
So you put in, you take whatever you want, and then you have it, a lay bet in at three dollars, and it automatically so you lay off and you chop out in your bet because yep. it should be, it should in theory um, be pretty short on the turn. But we know what can happen, unfortunately, deep into the straight for Mervin. And if that does happen deep into the straight for Mervin, for mine, I'm expecting Bright Diamond to sizzle first up. Um, has good handles the wet, uh, coming off a nice trial for. Adam Durant, that's the first public appearance for Adam Durant. Mm -hmm. um, does have a, a, enough dash, I think, to pr produce first up over the thousand. How slow was that draw? Yeah. Didn't you, like, that looks, it looked like dangerously slow, didn't you reckon? Like, the, the amount of restraint from all of them was quite incredible. That was last line in front, wasn't it, leading them mm -hmm. up? So, yeah, they just, they just cruised along. But I think just what you said with CJP from one, this is a sort of race where he's just going to be sort of minding his own business, just clicking along. Everything's going to probably stay off the fence and he's going to get interrupted, uninterrupted run and might just be the sort of horse who emerges from the pack and gets last crack at fresh horse on the scene, down on the minimum, might get last crack at Mervyn. So that were the two I'm operating around, but looks like Bright Diamond's been pretty well found in the early markets anyway. Mervyn, who I marked favourite, um, I think I was like 480 the field, but he was my on top. From a market point of view, he's value. Yeah, I'm about the same. I think yeah. it was mid fours as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, the, I, the barrier for Bright Diamond is really, really crucial. Mm. And just the way Clint's riding at the moment, yeah. You don't want, if you're on Mervyn, which sounds like we both will be, you, mm. don't, want, um, you don't want Clint too close to you at the – with 50 to go because, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll take ground off at late. But, uh, yeah, the thing is with all these runners, apart from probably pans down – I guess they always um, – they're all 1,200-metre horses, really. Yeah. So, um, yeah, really good opportunity here. And I, I just love – I actually wouldn't mind if he just lets – Let's it go from ball one, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's a frosty road, frosty road like that in Geraldton <laughs> yeah. uh, a few weeks ago. So just do a frosty bell if you can, Taj. All right. We'll leave it up to you, Taj. So uh, that's race four done. All right, Terry, uh, it's just about that time. Oh. Let's, let's take a break. We'll be back with uh, our mastermind. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. Now, thanks, Terry. Yes, the Mastermind has been in the heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. That's the Mundaring Hotel, rather. Um, if you get an opportunity, drop in, see the publican in Butchie O'Connor. Let him know you listen to the 1 1 and uh, have a feed, some froffies, maybe a flutter or two. Check out his big deck and um, yeah, enjoy the surroundings up there at uh, the heart of the hills, Mundaring Hotel. Now, it's a uh, it's a big week in mastermind history, Terry. Huge week. So it's we have a rule here that you can only win five and then you're out. So I think, remember the hay train, Fraser Hay? He got yeah, things off to close. a fly. He was very mm. close. But the first person to um, to make it to the Mount Rushmore, mastermind Mount Rushmore, was Jay Rooney. He won five straight. He was joined by Toby Dunn. He won five straight. Now we have Timmy Gears, who's won his last four, looking to join Jay and Toby on that mountain. Let's bring him in. Timmy G, welcome back, mate. Yeah, thanks, boys. Uh, I'll be in esteemed company if I can get through today, but I know you've got a little bit of surprise to stop me, uh, stop the hot run going, so I don't like my chances all that much. Has it been fair to say up until this point in time you've just been going through the gears? <laughs> that's that's correct, Terry, and I'm about to go into overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, 
Timmy, Timmy's playing down his chances, but he is the man of the moment. He's got the momentum, and we're bringing in someone cold. You know what they say? Mm-hmm. He's got a bit of Amasinas about him, doesn't he? Win, you know, winners win. Winners win. We've got mm. bringing in someone off the bench to potentially halt Timmy in his tracks. It's none other than mastermind champion Toby Dunn. <laughs> Welcome back, Toby. Thanks, boys. It's good to be back. Um, I've grown another finger so that if I win one more voucher, I'll be able to count on it. <laughs> um, and I would also, I'd like to address Slander from last week. I, be- I believe I was called a Group 2 performer. And while that may be true at the moment, my mum says I'm Group 1 class. <laughs> <laughs> You've just raced with it. But- <laughs> Uh, yeah. Very good, Tom. How does it feel to How does it feel to be back when When you got the call, the SOS to uh, to um, I guess defend the uh, the I, I guess what you, what would you say the the um, the esteem or the quality that you, is required to make it to Mount Rushmore? We have brought you in. How did it feel to get that call? And are you prepared to go head to head with Timmy G? It felt it felt pretty good to be trusted with such an important responsibility to defend what is a very um, Good, big title, mm. for lack of a better coveted. word. Coveted. Um, coveted. That mm. is a very good word. Yeah. Um, I think, did Lockie Taylor fall short as well? I think he got, yep. got knocked out at four. So yep. many have tried mm-hmm. and only a couple have succeeded thus it's like far. The, it's like being in the 90s at the cricket. This is A lot of people have done the old Michael Slater and not been thrown off an aeroplane, but <laughs> um, have, uh, have uh, played an errant shot deep into the 90s and uh, been unable to bring up the triple figures. So that's that's your challenge today, Timmy. Yeah, let's see if Timmy is... Lockie, uh, Lockie's got it. Lucky's got bigger things to worry about after Dan Sessions' last couple of runs, I think. <laughs> 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 oh, dear me. Oh, the boys are coming in hot today. They certainly are. Uh, I like this. It's a bit of spice. A bit a of spice. Yeah, yeah, a bit of spice here. Why not? Um, all right. You boys know how to play this game. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind, you'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Challenger, are you ready? I'm going to assume that's me and say yes. <laughs> He's unhappy not being called a champion. <laughs> Mastermind, are you ready? The gear stick is ready. <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, lads, who am I? I began my career, which is still going. In early 2017, when unsuccessful in an Albany maiden. My trainer at the time was Justin Warwick. I was a beaten $2.10, 3 dollars 80 $2.20, $1.95, $1.55, $2 and $2.90 favourite. That's a lot of mm. times beaten as a favourite. Uh, before finally breaking through at start number 10, knocking off $1.45 favourite state attorney. Toby. Toby. Jeez. Mervin. Oh, Swervin Mervin. That hey. is correct. Very impressive, Ty. Very impressive. Uh, well, with my career not living up to market expectations, I was transferred to the king of Kalgoorlie, Mr. Peter Fernie, where I managed to win five times during the 2018 Kalgoorlie racing season. I've since ventured back to the city, becoming a popular figure in the L. K. Fernie Yard, winning a new season sprint and being placed in a Bowfine Summer Scorcher and a Crawford. I bowl right arm medium fast and have a serious (laughs) moustache. I am Mervyn. 
<laughs> there you go. I thought, I thought I might at least get to the King of Kalgoorlie part before we got that one up. But uh, there you go. Good good job. I didn't realise how many times Mervyn was a beaten favourite. Yeah, yeah. It was hectic oh, early. Yeah, the bookies were I'm in a lot of trouble after that. <laughs> I, was hoping for, I was hoping for a good who am I, and I'm glad I got one. Love a bit of Mervyn. Okay, Toby won. Tim, yet to score. Jason Brown makes his return to race riding at Belmont this Saturday. How many Group 1 victories does he have? Toby. 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 Two? Incorrect. Tim. Here you go. Here's the gear stick. Put it into fifth. (laughs) That wasn't a clue, by the way. One. Oh, come Incorrect. on. We can all think two at the top of our head. Incorrect. Yeah, He's actually won three, Mr. Brown. He's won two oh. winner bottom stakes and one WATC derby when it was a group one on a horse by the name of Old Money for yeah, Bob Barakian. Peters and Lindsay Smith. Barracky and Magnificio. In the winter bottom. Correct. All right. One nil. Toby's got the lead. Next question. Multiple choice. How many starts did it take? The Ian Gladding train, King Coolcat, to break his maiden. 16, 20, or 24? Toby. Toby. 16. Uh, Timmy for the steal. 50 50 chance here, Timmy. Get a coin. Give it a shine. Give it a kiss. Give it a flip. (laughs) Goodness. Goodness, mate. Uh, What were the options, BJ? So the remaining options are 20 and 24. You can go 16 if, if you want. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy James Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> or, or, or you uh, can I'm go for say, it's not even an option. Oh, that's uh, dear, <laughs> me. I'm, I'm going to say 24. Oh, oh Timmy G. Tails never fails. <laughs> Very good. 24 starts. Went on to win how many listed races? Yeah, he won a Hyperion. He won yeah. the 2011 Hyperion and uh, Hannans. Hannans with yeah. Duncan Miller in the saddle. Um, yes, he what was a good horse, King Cool Cat. <laughs> one of my favorites. Uh, okay, one all. Amazingly, only two runners from last year's Hyperion stakes will be competing in this year's Hyperion. Massimo is one, name the other. Toby. Tobe. Dig deep. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah bang. Bang. The champ is here. There we go. <laughs> takes a good takes a good horse to be a consistent weight for age performer, I tell you what. It's good that Why am I not surprised that Dig Deep was an answer? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going for number has, five. Has he ever been an answer to a question before on this show? No, no, it was either going to be he's been, he's been a part of a few questions. There was either going to be a Dig Deep or Be Optimistic <laughs> question coming at some point. So you can you'd at least you know none of the future answers will be Be Optimistic. Yeah, yeah. no, it's like who is who's gonna be the Belmont Oaks winner in uh Ooh. Just over two weeks' time. Be oh, optimistic. Who's going to brain them in two weeks' time? Come on, Timmy, sir. <laughs> okay. Oh, it'll absolutely brain them. Two to Toby, one to Timmy. All right, Timmy. Uh, where are we? Okay. 27, trouble. 27 high, oh, sorry, 2017 Hyperion Stakes winner Scales of Justice won what Group 1 race at Caulfield in 2019? Toby. Tim. Toby. Memzy? Oh, he's too good, the lad. Bang. Three, one. Bloody well I had that one. <laughs> <laughs> you said your name about a minute and a half after Toby said it, though, so it, was, it wasn't even a photo finish. Poor it? reception. I was careful to go early with the delay, but. I thought I thought that would be right in Timmy G's wheelhouse, that one, but uh, Toby was that up. That was right in my wheelhouse. Up to the task. It's a 3-1 victory for Toby Dunn. Timmy's faltered at the 
Fifth hurdle. Uh, Toby, mate, congratulations. You're back on top. It's just you and Jay on that Mount Rushmore now. How does it feel to uh, to just cement your legacy here at the 1-1? Cement your legacy. It feels pretty good. It feels pretty good to knock someone else away and technically now end up above Jay Rooney. Oh, I reckon Jay might, uh, might fire in a protest on that remark. But, no, extremely, uh, extremely well done, Toby. We're not inviting you. This is one of those rare occasions. We're not inviting you back next week. Either. Is it a so one and done? It's good. So get it all out now. Whatever you've got in you, just make sure you get it out. But, um, Timmy, you've been uh, yeah, you've been a serious competitor. Thoroughly right. thoroughly enjoyed the gear stick on the, uh, the Mastermind over the last four weeks. He's been a ago. star, hasn't he, Timmy? He's got a, he's got a real cult a following as well. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. There's, uh, there's uh, no. lots of people who have commented that it's been fun having you on board and in the mastermind journey, Timmy, four in a row is nothing to be sneezed at and that's uh, $400 to spend up up there at the money as well. So, mate, you've been a good champion and um, thanks for uh, contributing to the show and being a part of and um, look to, we'd, we'd love to have you back on the show at some stage in the future, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, no worries, boys. It's been a bloody good time. I didn't even expect to win one, let alone four. So, I just want to say a quick thanks to you boys. I think everyone in WA in the industry loves what you guys do and uh, it's just been a ripper time being involved. So thanks for having me on. And well done, Toby. I knew I was in a lot of trouble that uh, when I saw you Pinjara and found out I was up against you. So um, <laughs> so it turned out. Now, Toby, he's the, uh, we, we asked him in, uh, this last week, but they, these boys are too young to, to remember the uh, – the Gladiator, which this show mm. is th- loosely based on, but Toby is now, he is Vulcan he is at the Vulcan, bottom of the yep. Travelator. So yep. uh, congratulations again, Toby. I'll get you another $100 gift vouchers to the Mundaring in the mail out to you, mate. And uh, what's the plan for today? Are you off to a rain-soaked Pinjarra? What's, uh, what's the strategy for, for T. Dunn Enterprises? I'll be, at a, um, I'll be at a Pinjarra playing sole customer for Scott McCormack. So... <laughs> <laughs> I might be there too. I played sole customer for him Monday, and we we went back to the Mundaring for dinner on the way home. Oh, very good. Oh, very good. That's outstanding. I like that. Very good. Uh, Tobe, Timmy, thanks again. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I guess we're going to have to have two fresh faces next week. Mm. So we'll, the challenge is out for any potential masterminds. If they want to have a crack, uh, hit us up at Twitter or uh, any other way you can get in touch with us. Let us know you want to have a go at the mastermind, and we'll get you on next Thursday morning, Terry. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, what a what a battle. What a battle. Befitting of, of race number five. Yep. So thanks again, Tobe, and congratulations, mate. And Timmy, we'll catch up soon. Good on you, boys. Thanks, boys. Jay Rooney, Toby Dunn. That's it. That's it. The list hasn't lengthened. No, it has not. It was pretty comprehensive so, too in the end, wasn't it? He's, uh, I, don't, I don't think it matter what sort of questions you throw up, old, new – uh, abstract mm-hmm. left of left of center, King Cool Cutters. Mm. He's uh, he's got it all covered. Tight, yeah, local interstate yeah. as well. Like. There isn't much between them. They are actually a clear standout. I think. I think uh, from what we've had on Toby and, and Jay, I yeah. think Lockie not far behind. Timmy was very good. Chris mm-hmm. Parnham, I think. I know he didn't win the challenge. I think Chris is uh, was, on, on his day very hard man. Yeah, it's just one of those sort of freak peak performances from uh, Geordie Turner. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, uh, swab, so, this swab will be back soon. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll have a look at that one. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon Chris could make a could make a run at Mount Rushmore before the yeah. all the ducks along. We might have to well, maybe see if he wants to go next week. Yeah. I, I think he'd be licking his wares a little bit after uh, getting rolled yeah. in the uh, jockey versus trainer. Tournament. He's a competitive so man. He is a competitor. So yeah, interesting. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Another terrific mastermind. And um, yeah, as mentioned before, that one a really gift voucher to the heart of the hills. Uh, the Mundaring Hotel is in the mail to Toby Dunn. Two fresh faces for next week's edition on episode 130, Terry. Looking forward to it. Very good. And we're back with race five, the Amelia Park handicap over 2,100 metres. The Velvet Queen, gee, she's uh, been costly to her supporters so mm. far in this preparation, Terry. She goes- See the bet slip that, um, uh, 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 who was it? Uh, Mike Epps might have been put up on- um, no, I missed that. What's no, he uh, just chucked up a. Uh, he had a. We well, had a big multi. Yeah. Good betting, actually. He had zero demerits. I think to place. Um, oh dear, what were the others? Goes two books. We mentioned before. There was another winner in there as well. Um, it escapes me at the minute. And the other leg was the Velvet Room. And then someone made a comment about the Velvet Queen. He put another one up with the Velvet Queen and costly. The Velvet Room. The Velvet Queen. Costly runners. Interesting tactics on the Velvet Room yesterday. Terry. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they were very interesting. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have a bet in the race, so I can, um, yeah, I can comment on that. Uh, it, it must have been a pre played yeah. idea, I'd imagine, but uh, it was coming in with the best form, taking a sit. It just looked like you just had to ride it normally, and you would have gone close. So it was very odd to see it make the mid race move, and then, then once you got to the top. Yeah, I don't know. Just, just odd. I thought when you probably had you try that if you're on a roughie or something, yeah. something a bit different. But suited me anyway. I wasn't complaining. Um, nah. So getting back to the Velvet Queen, she has gone under at very short price, uh, very short quote recently. Uh, it was in, Alan Anderson, sorry, not Alan. Not yeah. Was, yeah. Okay, uh, that was in three year old grade, and now Darren McAuliffe has said, "Why don't we stretch you out, Velvet Queen, and uh, take on the older horses?" And she steps up mole to. 2,100 metres, and you imagine this is a, a nice little grounding stepping stone towards the Belmont Oaks in a couple of weeks' time. So the Velvet Queen will uh, will no doubt be, um, I guess, the horse most people will be focusing on, on how they can see her winning and how they can think they can get her a beat. Which side of the coin do you sit on when it comes to the Velvet Queen? Oh, definitely get her a beat. Yeah. Um, definitely get her a beat, yeah. She can win. She can win and win really easily. I've no doubt about that. But uh, I'm traditionally, as you know. This is not your setup, is it? Nah, always this happy taking a horse on first go at the staying journey and um, – that's exactly what we're seeing here. Uh, how close, BJ? It's not really my bread and butter. How close is the relation to the Velvet King, who we knew didn't get past the 1600? Full. Full. Yeah. Well, there you go. The Velvet King never really, and it's obviously a different horse, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoyed that. It's obviously <laughs> a different horse, in case you thought it was the exact same horse. <laughs> Uh, just yeah. so we're clear. Yeah. yeah, just so we're clear. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Velvet King was obviously a bit of a question mark past the mile. So, look, even if she does get the staying trip in time, it's it's always difficult. Um, 16.50 up to 2,100. Um, the and, the, and, and the draw just makes it a yeah. makes it a hard road for her, doesn't exactly it? Exactly yeah. right. So, you'll jag out the back. Big chance they group or bunch here. But um, there isn't a huge amount of speed. But there's also – there's a lot of what I can see as mid-race move horses. I think you'll see Admired get going early. Mm-hmm. Potentially see Praying with God, Secret Pearl, Taxi. Um, there's a lot of mid-race moves, horses. So I reckon you might see a bit more aggression and they might try and lead on Phenomenal Anomaly. Uh, it was a really good win. 
last campaign over Arnre and a maiden when they went to the breeze, not by design. So from the second widest gate, the third widest gate, Itton, uh, Aragain might be forced to show a bit more aggression. Either that or get involved in one of these mid-race moves or follow on into it. Or, um, But that's just the potential because there isn't much speed. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Acting God's another that has its first go at the journey. I've marked Acting God um, – Marked a few of them on top. My market didn't matter so much because I know which horse I want to be on. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll probably just bet late because I don't think it'll be popular. But I think Acting God will get the journey. And I think Acting God, I think Acting God probably deserves favoritism, yep. to be honest. Um, not not a horse I'm desperate to be on. Again, you've got to, it might not get the 2100 um, from Barrier 2. It might get shuffled a little bit back. And if those moves come, that could be an ugly gate, even though I'm about to tip the horse from Barrier 1. <laughs> so I could, that could also be an ugly gate. But um, yeah, I think Acting God uh, will get the journey. Um, but again, we've got to speculate out in some degree. Ran the 1800 out really well last mm -hmm. campaign. But uh, for me, it's alkaline. And I, I, I'm, I'm surprised. It's nine bucks at the moment. I'm, Odds are still, we're still waiting for the other odds to go up. I presume we're going to see longer than that. Um, pretty flat, BJ, about nine bucks. Where did Brad go up? Nine bucks. Oh, Everyone's nine bucks. That's bullshit. Uh, Alkalines. I don't know who Tony Giglietta is. Um, he's got a part-time role on Family Guy as a <laughs> next-door neighbour, whatever he is. Giggly, giggly. Um, is that the right show? Yeah, yeah giggity, right. giggity, 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 giggity. <laughs> Quagmire. <laughs> Quagmire, that's it, yeah. But every horse that he's had in the last, well, he's only got three, but Black Chips has just turned into a completely new horse. Uh, National Guard did look good for Lindsay, then went flat, and it's um, first up run for him. It obviously broke down at second, but it was huge. It went super. Did so the trial the other day? I think a trial. Trial yeah. reasonably, yeah. yeah. Um, so whatever he is doing, it's working. He's, he's taken, a harness racing man, Tony okay. Gigliata. So. so he's taken... Uh, so he's, he's, he's another to make the uh, oh, make the transition. He knows what he's doing. He's taking a horse at well, who I, I think the best trainer of stay is uh, Adam Durant. Uh, he's taken a uh, Durant Castor, who I presume they've paid very little for, mm -hmm. uh, who was battling it. Um, I'll find that Pinjara. out. Actually, was, I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. Um, and two months between runs, first run for the yard. I know it's only gone to York, um, but it was a money came and it was a pretty good win. It's not easy to win first up for two months over 1,900 metres coming from last. So really nice win. Uh, it's last run, BJ, in the Apprentices Challenge. Um, Aussie Galati, who didn't claim because that's what he uh, rides at, is a 55. So it's important to note he couldn't even claim in the Apprentices Challenge. Um, I don't know why Aussie got going when he did, but he took off at about the 1,400, started circling him and, um, yeah, it was entitled to run along last. It was important to note that day that the inside pad was the best place to be by absolutely panels. It just kept coming late. Like, it, it just kept coming and fighting and wanting to be there. It was just – it was absolutely huge. Um, when I saw it in the noms, I really hope Lucy was on board because she rides these horses over the journey really nicely. Um, it's got previous form for Adam on the on the wet ground and really enjoyed it as well. So, I've got no issues in that sense. And, look, we're going to need some luck from Barrier 1, but I think she can land near the back of the speed and she can push off and get into the race as early as possible. I'd love to see her with clear air at, like, the 800, 600. Um, like, if it just keeps improving like it has for him, him, I, I can't see any reason it can't win this. And um, if you're just putting a direct line between it and Sunsphere, I thought its last run was significantly better than Sunsphere, who pushed Bolt Excess and Sluicebox, who would obviously both start pretty close to favourite in this. So, um, yeah, Alkaline uh, each way will be the bet. But I'm really hoping for $15 each way. But is that ambitious? What are you? Uh, I was $21. Yeah, there yeah. you go. So I, thought, I think surely, 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 surely. Surely, surely. 
because there's got to be money for the Velvet Coin. There's got to be money for Acting God. It'll be it'll be supported. There'll be some money for Phenomenal. Um, Mojo. Mojo, maybe. Mojo, maybe. Well, it'll be, it'll take, be taking up some percentage. It has to take up some percentage, yeah. It's one I was hoping it'd be a little bit shorter in the market. Sunsphere, uh, there'll be a little bit of support with Sunsphere. So, yeah, there's no way I'm diving in at the nine bucks. I'll, I'll or even Dark Lass was 460 the other day, and it's got around them on the on a day when you need to be yeah. inside. So, have a look yeah. at, that's a great example. Mm. Have a look at Dark Lass versus Alkaline. Mm. Like Alkaline was such a better run than um, the Dark Lass that day, too. So, yeah. Need some luck from the inside gate, BJ, but it's uh, alkaline. The thing with these ex-harnessed or current harness um, trainers who sort of transition to the thoroughbreds is just how fit they get them. Mm. They, they're just geniuses at just getting that little, extracting that additional length or two from a fitness point of view. So Even without race fitness, mm. isn't it? Uh, so when it comes to alkaline was sold at a recent Inglis online sale 180 bucks or something uh was prior to its york win so it's had two starts now for tony gigliata six and a half thousand so okay yeah so he's picked snap that up basically got his money back with the first york win and then it's run third in the apprentice challenge and the guru okay. is uh is uh thinking it's a big chance to pick up the where are we Thirty-two thousand first prize money on saturday so he's, he's uh he's doing all right so far he certainly is he certainly is uh, the main reason i was as the reason I thought I'd be as keen as I was was because I did think I'll be seeing mid-teens each way. So mm-hmm. it's nine bucks. I'm, I'll be backing it, but with far less, Flat. you know. Yeah, I want my prize. I thought this is it. I thought I was a cheeky chance of getting a Maddie prize yeah. here. Okay. So, um, let's see what the market does. But, yeah, definitely don't dive in at nine bucks. Yeah, I think acting God is going to be really hard to beat. I um, just love the way this horse continues to, to develop and step up to the mark. Looked like a bit of a nonny early, didn't he, acting God? But he's, he's, uh, his win a couple of starts ago against said no one ever was encouraging. He come to come to town and chased hard behind K-Main 66-plus company, followed that up with an excellent run last Saturday. So he's quick back up. He's had two miles, sorry, three miles, quick back up into a 2100 from a low draw. If if Jason Whiting can just keep him off, off the fence, I think, and just with a bit of momentum, I imagine under the 59, and a half acting God's going to um, take some beating but I'm going to stick with my um, horse I was keen on last up phenomenal anomaly if they do go forward like you mentioned Terry that is uh, makes me even more uh, keener yeah. he just sort of I think Clint was just sort of just trying to get into the three wide line um, and then when he realised that that wasn't an option and there was a couple of roadblocks there he sort of chanced his arm and just stayed too wide and tried to push up underneath runners and tried to create some space for him But and the horse was travelling really really strongly on a slowly run race and just bottled up and had to duck back inside and look for runs in the straight and hit the line hit the line okay a couple of them sort of kicked back on him late but i imagine that that was because he, he sort of burned a bit, bit of fuel sort of fighting fighting clint when he wanted to get going earlier in on the bend sort of thing so okay, i'm happy to forgive mark for that initially yeah because i was like oh some ordinary ones have hit the line better than he yep. did there but and that still is a concern for yep. me because i still think phenomenal and, and you go through that last win was really nice mm. secret pearl is going horrid so there is a query on that, but I think Phenomenal Anomaly is a true Durant grinding stayer. Like even if yeah. you get clear air with 200 to go, it might not out-sprint them. Yeah. But if you sustain a run for a 1,000, it could outstay them. That's right. So that, that, I think that's the key. The, the the way that this horse can roll into the run, uh, roll into the race rather, and make up its ground um, on on its opposition when, when they're not necessarily able to sustain at that speed. I think he's got a speed that he can sustain longer than others, but if it comes, if it turns into a sprint, then he's uh, he's sort of going to get left vulnerable, yeah. 
Uh, like I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm the same price phenomenal as I am alkaline. Yeah, and phenomenal is actually a point longer. When yeah, I'm looking here, like I'm surprised it's it's a point longer. That's a, in saying that. Did you see last start? I reckon it was in a market with a uh, race with less depth, and a lot of people were tipping phenomenal. <laughs> Smarties found bold success, <laughs> but um, phenomenal was out was pretty pretty easy. Yeah, pretty. I'm pretty sure it jumped. Seven plus, bet fair potentially, and that was in a, on a day where there was less in the market. So, don't know. Still, to remember it's 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 just a it's just a battler. But, yeah, it's only had seven, it's only had seven starts though, so it's sort of it's still learning its craft. And mm. I think the other day, the this day they just went so slow that he was never able to to sort of creep into the race when he when he would like to, and then had to do it all late, which isn't his go. So I'm just gonna keep the faith there with phenomenal anomaly, and um, obviously, you know. We we're all aware of the class of Velvet Queen and and her potential, but we've got to be serious here and, and look look uh, look to see. Um, we've got to be serious. We've got to be I like s- that. serious here and look to see, look to operate around her. I would imagine so. Mm. So I was hoping she went up a dollar ninety. Yeah, yeah, I thought I she. Was, I actually something. thought she was going to be a bit shorter than what she came out. Yeah, so. I thought that's that's a Would've that's been. a fair price. I again, I marked the race, but I said it doesn't really matter. I knew where I wanted to be in this race, expecting to see my price, but yeah. I marked her five bucks. Um, I was three eighty. So yeah. Yeah, like, but I was expecting to see her go up two eighty sort of thing. So yeah. we've yeah. got a bet wary warily. We've got a bet with some caution here, knowing that there's a horse in this that could um that could blow up. Smoke, yeah. So. She could smoke him, yeah. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't, and then I'll tell you what, the oaks is all over. It's a huge race. I actually Are like, you uh, are you feeling a little bit optimistic? I'm very optimistic, yeah. yeah okay. I'm very optimistic. Luke loves training him over two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the, the, the challenge has been set, um, so we look forward to that. Um, more, uh, more to come on the be optimistic front. That is mm. for sure and certain. That was a good win the other day, wasn't it? Certainly enjoyed was. that. Certainly. Race six of the day, Terry. What's this one called? Uh, Glenroy Breadbags Handicap. Oh, microphone <laughs> slipped up. The Shaft, the Glenroy Shaft Handicap over the twelve hundred meters to sixty plus. Um, Tell you what, BJ, I um, I don't know. Will we throwing uh, darts at this, at this stage? Yeah, it's, again, so I'm really excited about not really committing too much on um, on Saturday and um, and having a look at some of the the late prices and what it's doing. Yeah, and, like tell you what, if three wide no covers best, which it can be at Belmont, like it yeah. really can be. I'll let's probably, check in. We should check in with Pete. And yeah, let's check with Pistol Pete. Um, I'll I'll probably back like a Rassiden. Yeah, to be honest, I reckon I'll see twenty five twenty twenty five dollars late. Uh, that'll be a chance. I think Memorable Miss will improve with Michael Grant. Them, Charming Bell uh, on the minimum looks like a horse to me that um, will go through the grace of some degree. Forget it went around last week, even though it went well in that sh- farcically run race. Yeah, that was uh, wild, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. What was like? Does it get to a point where they have to have a chat to Sean O'Donnell because he didn't use a stick on Sneaky Chance? He kept a hold of it in a slowly run race to the one fifty. I was on beats again. I, I'm not talking out of my pocket here, but. Just so often he's letting, as a leader, he's letting horses, and I know Tom Johnston's pretty big on this on Twitter, but he's letting horses go past him and then expecting him to kick back and win. Like, I, I just, I don't know. He's been riding forever and he's a very good oak, obviously, but it just it just seems to be just... I, if I, I, he's now, giving them I, too much of a cuddle, isn't he? Yeah. I, well, the idea of leading and, and the idea of having his field position, like you don't want to give that up and then expect to out-sprint the ones behind you because they're the ones that haven't done the work. So, in theory, they should be able to run quicker final splits. The idea is having a big enough lead to negate the final split they're going to run. So, I, I just... I'm, yeah, I'm really going to struggle to back him on horses that go forward. Yeah. Um, 
at the moment the way the way that's occurring so just very very cuddly very cuddly like a bear but um anyway that's my jockey pot for the for the podcast it'll upset someone i'm sure um <laughs> but i got no idea i got no idea i didn't think multinationals trial was all that good uh, yeah i thought you would have been um nah, on the multinational wagon yeah I, i'm always wary about two-year-olds returning and i wasn't um had a couple of runs as a three-year-old but one was, uh, one was in a faretha though so was it yeah, a faretha? so in a fair way yeah yeah it goes it goes well enough i just wasn't sold in I just, Neville, one thing about neville is and i was a bit annoyed with my tip of ultimate command last week mm. it doesn't it's not a stable that hides them in trials what you see in the trials is what you get yeah like ghost who walks his trials <laughs> And then Tried it, like a rocket, yeah. And it won like a rocket. And then, yeah, so um, in saying that Ultimate Command um, was lame, I think. Would have been nice if they knew that pre-race and scratched it, but that's okay. Uh, but <laughs> We forgive you, Neville. But, yeah, we forgive you, Neville. Um, but I I don't know, BJ. This is a very open race. I'm I'm open to, uh, to backing a lot. Basically, just looking at the current market. Well, my favourite was uh, Memorable Miss, right? I didn't. Uh, however, I think I was – I think I'm 480 in the field. Memorable Miss is my favourite. It's three – what is it, 350 now? It's been backed on – yeah. Well, just on green tab, so that's probably Toby Nunn ruining everyone's prices. <laughs> <laughs> the, G, uh, the GTS. Yeah, the green tab sniper. <laughs> He's got the long, the long scope out at the moment. He's perched on a hill somewhere, just knocking them off. Charming Bell, six to four sixty. That yep. was all I marked on top. But again, I, I marked them five fifty a piece or something. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, I had Charming Bell. I initially had Charming Bell favourite, then I just got a bit, get a bit weary of the. So, the, so the, I. the I thought the just a funny map. I, I don't. I wasn't quite sure yeah. whether they were just going to attack and try and lead, mm -hmm. or or what they were going to try and do from um, from seven. I think I really like Magic to Exceed's trial. Yep. And I think it's a nice horse going forward, but and it, there's not much speed in this, so you'd like to see him go I'd like to see him go forward in Rassity, to be honest. Mm. Probably be keen, but um oh, I I don't know. I don't know, BJ. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. I don't know. This is a yeah, I'm gonna play whatever a wild drifter is on Bet Fair and have a look at how it's playing to that point in time. So can't give you much, unfortunately. Yeah, I was when I the fir my first glance and my first thought was I wanted to be on Charming Bell. Mm -hmm. I just thought that First up win, I think it's smashed two subsequent winners in lower grades. I think please got in 49, 49 and both won. And then it hit the front after being three wide, no cover, pulling, hits the front and then just sort of just hits that brick wall, probably about four strides from the line last Saturday, you think, against Beads, um, Colossal, Latham Source. All I was saying is that Beads and Colossal were both unlucky as well. Yeah. So, but, and they've gone that slowly. Do you know when they go that slowly, it has to be a bunch finished, even yeah. if you're deep, it doesn't I, really I just, matter. But I just thought it was a negative how how strongly um, she was travelling underneath Paddy Carberry. So, I was for my early market was like 420. Yeah. Because um, Memorable Miss was just a battler yeah. as well. But yeah. I'm concerned, not concerned. I Elev think elevation. I'm thinking well. it's going to have the elevation. Grant yep. to Mickey, a few of them are really elevated. So maturity, maturity as well. She's only only four. This will be her 11th start. Yeah. Um, uh, second is safety fuse above the peg round third, first up last prep. Then it beat Magic to exceed at Belmont and then it beat Downforce the and Bragwell. Beat Magic to exceed. Magic to exceed is a far better run. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then it beat Come to Town, never left the fence with Johnson Porter, beat Downforce and Bragwell uh, against that was in graduation company. So I just thought I like the way that lengthened in its trial underneath Chris Parnham from three. You can imagine just going to get that 
perfect run and probably lands closer to yeah this will um, be a mess because there's yeah. no speed in it it can be one of those races that ends up being bunched and because it's it's almost set up for patty just to be really positive on charging bell i think or, or trying to lead or the opposite and mm. yeah it's yeah it's a nightmare trying to do a speed map for that race is just you're, you're throwing darts because they all might look and go oh, geez there's no speed next mm. thing you know several of them go forward or so who knows it's a it's a really tough start to the quadrilla bj so but i mean there's some four there's some informed horses that are actually coming out of a red hot oh, 66 yeah. and plus and the winner uh hit, hit the front i think yeah, briefly the winner, yeah. uh i mean i really would like Urban. to see lucy or or brad probably on that Bourbon bows in career best form i thought guard the safe was pretty good in a hot three-year-old race the other day mm-hmm. uh so um premium choice dominant last start winner up in greater touch and the returning horses magic to a seed multinational which we touched on so there is depth to this race which is why we're, we're really enticing sort of, swims yeah which was why we're really struggling to sort of um capture real clarity with our thoughts here but for me i was remember we remember we miss on top marginally but the prize isn't there so i think um charming charming bell is the next cab off the rank for me yeah I'll bet fair will tell me okay whoever starts a big number not mickey blue eyes that's your winner now isn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did i do i'm 550 charming bell 550 memorable miss six dollars magic to say i guess it's 850 so at, yeah. at this point in time maybe that but yeah, I'm not. I'm not desperate to be on. That's for sure. Okay. All right. Race seven is the Vale Merv Posner handicap. Ratings seventy-two plus over the twelve hundred meters. This is a good one. This is a good one. I, I mean, it's a for me. It's a Tommy outburst. It's a Ray Day kind of race. Um, it's a Ray Day two twenty-five. Tommy outburst four dollars. I think Tommy outburst looks your leader. Going to be interesting what Paddy Carby does from gate 10 on Ray Day after um, ridden a bit quieter the other day and not able to get into the race. Um, either marked a lot closer than what the market does, the, these two, these two four year olds. Oh, sorry, it's a Ray Day three, isn't, isn't he? Um, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. These two uh, horses here, but interested Youngsters. in your thoughts. Youngsters. Youngsters ish. Yeah. Ish for Timely Out. But is he still a youngster at four? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, not yeah. a Yeah, maybe. Why not? Makes us feel younger. Chili is hot still a youngster. Jeez, feels like it's been around forever, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, actually it's hot. Four-year-old. I thought it was 12. I thought it was older than talent show, Dark Musket. Um, where am I going? I've, I've lost it. MTA is four. Concur yeah. with you. Um, don't know if Timely Outburst definitely leads. Okay. Um, reckon you'll, I reckon they'll want to go forward to charge. It's not jumping, but on its day it will ping the lids once and – We'll do what its name yeah. suggests. Cross statement is such a naturally quick beginner yep. um, that they might just be forced into the. If they try and hand up when they begin that well, it's just you just throw it away. Um, yep. That's what Lactar doesn't do well. That's probably his. He's a great apprentice. That's probably his one slight weakness, I think. But uh, it could lead. Um, but yeah, I think Tommy outburst at worst will be um, in the breeze, but definitely could lead. If you go back to its go on a wet track, really wet track, soft six uh, last campaign well there's two actually on a really wet track it ran um it beat material witness which is clearly good form mm-hmm. um that was when it was more immature and it sat one one with nicole hopwood on and um ran a really really good race when only grabbed late while the winter bottom winner graceful girl that's right so um yeah look i i'm i'm wary that it's a eight day will improve markedly and and it's also had a big win on a heavy track over the front bar um but it just looked a little bit sticky from the gate i think they think they were positive and try front bar the and spot. velvet queen was third in yeah the race and there were gaps mm. there were gaps in that race too so look it's right a definitely has the potential to wallop mm, bounce back, here, bounce but, back um, factor. Mm. yeah big time but um look it just 
a horse that's going to be on speed over the sprint journey on a wet track that we know probably gets the wet, who I've been all campaign waiting for the senior to go on. Um, like Brandon Louis to Brad Parnham for me, even on a leader, is just huge. It's everything. So I'm a slight favourite timely outburst um, over its array day. So I was 320 to 350 roughly. BJ, if I find my notes here, 320 to 380. That's probably a bit harsh. What are you doing? Terry? Who was 380? It's array day. I was 320, a pair of them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was $7.40 cross statement and eleven fifty state attorney and MTA. State attorney finds a nice setup, mm. but I just think it's a, a length or two off at their best. Um, and then upwards tele- up. telephone numbers the rest. Mm. So, yeah, at the current price, if it's $4 plus timely outburst, that'll do me. I think it'll be the supported runner too. Yeah. And I think it was coming off 28 days as well last start. So. It's just, I think it keeps scratching because it keeps. I look at the noms and it keeps drawing. Yeah, oh, horribly. It's, it's a yeah. horrible drawer. So, um, yeah, it looks looks a nice uh, a nice setup here, and um, I'm, I'm aware there's a potential to get brained, but um, look, we're getting four bucks, so it's it's for me it's not far from a coin flip, and you're getting better odds than that. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, coming off a bit of a, I'm not sure. Did it's right a post race? Was there an issue? With, yeah, yeah, lame and mucus. Lame and mucus. Yeah, not the, a, not a great combination. No, that, I did the double. That's called it, horse COVID. So, <laughs> is that what is that what you had last week? It is. I've still got actually. Oh, well, I'm not. Well, a bit lame actually. More than mucus, but uh, yeah, there was mucus in the trachea and uh, mildly lame in the behind. I reckon there was a few punders that were mildly, mildly, mildly lame in the left pocket. I reckon. But so. also, it was an interesting race in that um, you, everything that finished eighth backwards, you could almost. They're almost forgive runs, really. And Star, yeah, Star, forgive, Trade, Star forgive. Trade was one of those who came State out. State Attorney one last, was yeah. one of those too. Um, yep. Yeah, plenty of forgive runs. So, yeah, and MTA went super, but MTA went super fresh last campaign. Its second up run wasn't as good. So, mm. just mindful, it puts in a real big one fresh. Yeah. So, I'm I'm keen time outburst. I think this is this is her race. Yeah. And I think it's a Ray It's a Ray is a really good horse, but he's going to have to be a really good horse to beat Tommy Outburst with this setup on Saturday. Just yep. just feels like he's going to need to draw out uh, peak performance coming off a. Um, a setback to knock off time the outburst for mine. So I agree. Um, that's the fifty nine is pretty telling as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but also all I'll it, say now we're into race seven. Yeah. By this stage of the day, um, Barry ten might be a positive. Yep. As well, so don't don't look at that as a negative. So Zephyr Queen is a horse who I think will probably end up leading the three wide line and be gone pre turn. So I don't know if you want to be in the three wide line in regards to a good card up. It looks at, that's why I actually had State Attorney on the eleven twelve bucks because I thought that. Timely outburst and cross statement will give you a real good kick on the fence, yep. and you want to be in that line because that'll be the, the positive moving line. So, and also I think the other day we, from from thirteen, Joey as a party actually began, yeah, and, and then he, he used, used it, it, yeah, which and you can't. Mickey actually says which you, don't, you don't want to use. You can't. You can't use flop. Exactly. You can't use state attorney, but. Johnston Porter from two has a really good handle on how to ride state attorney and he's just able to cuddle, conserve and do just just do everything that this horse uh There's it, far worse that's than the fifteen dollars each way at the moment. Yeah, and but from, from thirteen, Joey didn't do anything wrong. He actually wrote it a treat, but that's just not how you're gonna get the best out of state attorney. So they're probably better off scratching and because you've got to just it needs such a certain setup yep. and you just wait for that setup. And it's yep. better when it's a month between runs usually. So. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, Tom the Outburst stands out for me as, as yep. the go and as the bet in this race. Me together. That feels like we've feels like we've finally aligned on mm. some confidence. Yeah. It took a while, didn't we it? Middled it. We've middled it. Um, <laughs> race eight. Here we go. It's the feature of the day. It's the it's the sequel. Hyperion stakes, wait for age, group three, two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. 
Uh, it's been a good race over the years. Um, we rattled off rattled off a few of the winners in the um, in the Mastermind Terry, but um, Valor Road, Perfect Jewel, Gadding, Material Man, Scales of Justice, Winking and Odd, Fisher Bandana, um, Elite Elite Bell, yeah, Marasco, Lucky Gray, King Cool Cat. Marasco twice, so um, yeah, it's been an exceptional race with four exceptional horses over the journey. And uh, gee, this this favourite, he might just very well be another. Um, mm. God has chosen might be another exceptional thoroughbred to add his name to winners list, uh, coming off a bit of a freak Belmont Sprint victory. To be honest, um, yeah, the yeah, that was just incredible, really um, breathtaking. The way that he was able to get over the top of Red Cam Man there. And now uh, let's see if he can uh, repeat the dose stepping up to the mile on Saturday. Take my breath away. Mm. Oh, who sings that? Um, Take my breath away. Um, yeah. Who no, does sing that? It, look, it, should be, uh, it should be winning, I would say, BJ. But uh, you're, I don't know. I'm pretty happy to to watch it just win again at $1.80. I, uh, I was telling you before, I got my data. We did, did the data, did mm-hmm. the figures. And um, very interesting breakdown of just sort of uh, how we go at how my – uh, punting goes at certain tracks and certain prices, and I think the biggest thing I saw was that over the last two years, I saw a loss at horses under two dollars fifty, um, which I already felt that as well. Mm. Like it's just, it's not my bread and butter. It I don't think it's anyone's bread and butter to be honest. Backing horses at sub two dollars fifty, I, I think yeah, you're very high strike rate. You're on a hiding to nothing long term. So, um, in saying that, I do think God has chosen a win, but I'm I've marked it two dollars twenty, um, probably as long as you want to be, but that's in the conditions as well. You don't want to have anything too short. I was so. I was a touch longer. I was two thirty five. Well, yeah, very good. I um, but I've, I've got gaps like in the there's mm. I, I think there's like Ma- Ma- Massimo, jeez, get my stutter out. Massimo will lead. Uh, I think the miles right on his. Uh, I should have said at the start. We, we see our first headwind since the first um, meeting of the season where it didn't suit leaders. So, mm. um, so be wary if you're backing leaders. I know we just tip timely outburst, but over the sprint journey, I'm less perturbed about that. Um, but yeah, Massimo's are probably already a slight query at the mile, and with that headwind. But it's a great speed map for Massimo. It will go forward and, and run and roll, and so good the other day. So I'm expecting Massimo to be in front for a long way. Um, I think they'll get it, but it's in front for a long way. But I'm just so like Laver Rods. Yeah, where's the market? This one's been out for a couple of days. It's so. nine fifty, ten dollars. Yeah, so I, I don't think Laver Rod gets anywhere near a mile. So I'm I'm significantly longer Laver Rod. Um, Captain Chaos is close to my price. I'm about fifteen. It's about thirteen where I'm looking. Um, dig deep. I'm a lot longer with. I think we're. <laughs> I think we're a little bit short there. I think we're a chance to the 1-1, though, because there's a real lack of mid-range speed in the race. Marachino probably comes across to the breeze. Yep. Uh, Samazda was super last start, but again, it's it's always been – the miles been the query. It always has been with, with Samazda. And then you've got so many um, natural backmarkers in this, BJ. You have got – tell them we're coming from 9, Divine Shadow Platoon and Paddy Shadow from 11, 12, 13. So for me, those four drop out the back right from mm-hmm. the wide gates. So this effectively is a nine-horse field. Yep. Um, a 10-horse field, sorry. This is effectively is a 10-horse field, uh, which is really interesting. So, look, just just on the way I've marked this race, I'm going to be on Notorious One um, each way. I thought it was um, travelling as well as God has chosen last start. I just, yeah, it's obviously got a lot of issues and got held up the entirety and was never travelling well. But um, like it's like it ran second in an Asian bow to Western Empire. It's... Um, Where to run the railway? Fifth. It ran fourth in the railway. Fourth. You watch the replay, and if that's if, right. if if you put if you put Clint Johnson and Porter on the horse, it runs third at least. It beats Kiss and All Four Cheeks home. Like I think it's going really well. It's a it loves the wet track. It loves Belmont. I think it's, I think it's, it's ready. It's never, it's it's never it's done ready. it before, but yeah. the mile at Belmont and a wet deck would be it's probably. 
bread and butter and it gets that here. Um, I, I I would have loved to see Brad Parnham go on. I like a strong, he's a really strong left-hand whip rider and you've got to ride this horse with the whip in your left hand. Um, I, I worry, and even listening to Sean O'Donnell's post-racer after the Belmont sprint, he sort of said, hopefully we get the mile. Like he didn't think it went well. And even after the the Roma Cup, he, he he's the interview after that, he was like, oh, I didn't, didn't feel like the same horse or something along those lines. Yeah. I just didn't, I don't think, I, Notorious One isn't a horse you can let, you, it won't take you into the race. You've got to do a lot of the work yourself. It's a horse you're going to earn your riding fee and you've got to, you've got to ride a really, really good race. And that's what worries me here is that, I don't know, if, if the horse does lay and does do a few things wrong, you've got to, you've got to work through, they get the stick in, give it a good hit in the left. Um, so to, to Sean, Sean's ridden it three times now. Rail, it's last, so it's, yeah. he rode in the and railway. In the railway, I think it should have run third. Railway. I really do think it should have run third in the railway. And I think it just, I don't know, it just so, it sat so quietly and didn't really, I, I don't know, I, I would have, yeah, it sounds like I'm bagging Sean. I, I, I reckon he's going to give him a completely different feel on the wet track on Saturday. I think it'll so, land um, a bit closer to him. Yeah, if it'll, it'll, I think it'll give him a different feel on the way of the gates, Sean, and I think that he'll be a lot uh, more positive about its chances. I would love to see, um, I'd love to see. Uh, the rail be a slight query and Massimo pushes out. Mm. And for a horse that lays in badly, but it's a star, just say, don't leave mm. the fence. If Notorious One does not go around a horse, I reckon it can outsprint God has Chosen. I genuinely believe Notorious One has as much ability as God has Chosen does. I really, really do. God has Chosen's a truer horse. God has Chosen's got the number one hoop um, on at the minute. Um, God has Chosen. God has Chosen deserves favoritism. He's a bit, bit more professional too. Yeah, deserves it? favoritism. But if I'm taking a dollar eighty, or I'm taking fourteen bucks each way, oh. for me it's a fourteen dollars each way job. So yeah. um, Notorious One each way for me, BJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm six bucks by the way. I was seven fifty Massimo, seven fifty Notorious One, a pair of them. So they were my second elects behind, um, in, in the from a market point of view. Behind God has chosen. I think what what I wanted to say about God has chosen is last start. He has done. He's done no work at the back of the field. He's basically enjoyed a relatively uninterrupted passage where. It was it was so fascinating when you watch the Stewards Patrol films of the there was only there was um, Red Cam Man I think it was Labor Rod leaders back and then it was a gap there was there was there was no horse on the fence until Platoon and then um, God has chosen um, Valor Road could have gone to the fence Dig Deep could have gone to the fence Rail was best at anything that, so. any horse uh, I think Amasinas could have gone to the fence the rail was there and no one went to it um, which was interesting and so all Clint really needed to do was get around platoon and improve between horses without getting an interruption he had so much horse underneath him and the horse is a star don't get me wrong however the race was set up for a horse to do something like that all the other horses with close 11 lengths quicker than bench as well yeah so all the other horses who had sort of you could say arguably have the potential to do that all got forced wide or all got got ran into a bit of traffic issues god has chosen hardly left the fence was never interrupted there was and, an entitlement yes and he was good enough to take but the other what i'm saying is that was an exceptional performance but it's he's not going to get the same tempo and he's not going to get the same setup as he did last start so we're going to find out a little bit more about 
God has chosen on mm-hmm. Saturday. And I think at a dollar eighty, I think that's a little bit risky. So very, yeah. very well said. Very yeah. well said. And um, yeah, as God, the, the closers like notorious one was held up the entirety. Captain Chaos is a big improvement. It'll run fourth, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Captain Chaos third or fourth, it'll 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 finish a lot closer. It was deep the trip. Um, Samizdat was really good finishing down the center of the track, which was the wrong part to be yeah, on. I agree. So there was just nothing else that could finish off like that. And I again, if I think you give notorious one that run, and again it's a head case, so it probably wouldn't take it as truly mm. as God has chosen does. I think Notorious One wins in the same manner. And it was just so smooth the way that CJP was able just to slice yeah, through. It was, it was yeah. just beautiful to watch. And even if you if you have a look, when Tash pushes the go button again on Red Can at, at the 250, Laver Rod comes from inside Red Can Man to outside and then rolls out another three or four horses. And that is the that is the precise run that CJP or the, the line that he was able to take to get around um, Red Cam Man and win without breaking mm-hmm. stride. All he needed to happen was for Laver Rod to hold its spot or for another horse to hold its spot and it doesn't win. So it was it was a Red Sea parting type moment there that allowed God has chosen to do what he did. So um yeah, I'm just just a little bit wary at dollar eighty on this he's a star, as I said before, don't get me wrong, no knock on the horse, but I can see that there's a way I can see that this won't go uh, won't be as easy um, as it may look on paper. Jeez, you, you sound like me. Yeah. Like, I win, but a dollar eight, do we want that? I really like this. I really like the The way you've just described that is exactly as I, I, we both think it'll probably win the race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, just a little bit thin considering everything did fall into place. Um, which is, <laughs> which is silly to say when it's come from last, you know, uh, but it, mm. it, if you break down the moments within the key moments within the race, mm. there was, it was a special ride and it was just a, just an incredible chain of events that led to it winning the race. But uh, yeah, looking forward to this one, the Hyperion and well, give us, give the listeners some insight into dig deep. How's the champ going? I think he's going pretty well. I thought yeah. he was really good first up, got held up at a key moment, hit the line well. Um, I don't think he's up to these. Top couple, but who's been who's been two and a half last year? Yeah, right look, if, if Massimo, if if it is not ideal for leaders, and say Massimo is one that struggles for that reason, I don't think there's any reason we can't run a, a place. Um, I'd love to see us run top five. I think I think we're about fifth in the market. I think we're far too short at the moment, but um, yeah, respect for. I just don't think I just <laughs> so much is going to like. I think you're going to have to get God has chosen not turn up, notorious yeah. one. Um, to not have any luck, um, that's the only way. Yeah, we can't beat those two on merit. Mm. So, but yeah, no, you will run a nice, nice honest race. I, I think I think the one one's on offer as well. I think Massimo will perform up to his rating because he's that kind of horse. He's just he's yep. genuine, and especially with the setup, he's gonna he's gonna enjoy on Saturday. And he's just a, he's just a good. He starts horse. playing on pace. It'll yeah. be, he, he'll be the one that's supported yep. probably. Yeah. So I think you're gonna you know what you're gonna get from Massimo. You you know what you're gonna get from God has chosen the one who's gonna who could elevate his game and really jump out of the ground is is your one Terry who I'm aligned with as well. Notorious one. Oh, you gonna where yeah, are you? yeah. It was oh, as okay. I said. It was I was seven fifty Massimo, seven fifty notorious one. God has chosen two dollar thirty five. Couldn't really make a case for anything else. Although I have sort of been floating in the Captain Chaos uh, range um, recently, but I just want to see a bit more from him before I um, chime in. Yeah, the, the for the entire day, the only two horses I when I was doing the form, I was really excited to have a couple of good each way sized bets were um, Alkaline and Notorious One. Mm-hmm. Two pretty similarly talented animals. That were the two. I was going to only have two bets. Reckon we can get that, that'd be me each way on both. You reckon we can get um, Notorious One for six and a half thousand? Yeah. And on <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe go up to seven if we have to. <laughs> 
All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, that is the high period. So, it's looking forward to it. It's going to be a ripper. Me too. That's yep. the race I'm, well, obviously, the race I'm most looking forward to, but uh, it's the, the bet I'm probably most looking forward to with Notorious One. And, Hopefully the champ can can nick second behind Notorious One. Hopefully Sean O'Donnell's thinking Sarah. Well, actually, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully we knock off. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Hopefully Sarah's getting the shout-out post-race from Sean O'Donnell. Yeah, I, I really hope to see we'll a nice strong ride from Sean O'Donnell because mm. I, think, I think this horse can win. So, um, geez, I, as I said, if, if it doesn't leave the fence, that'll be fascinating. Yeah. If Massimo rolls off because he, they think it's best a, a horse or two off. Because um, it's not impossible to be through the fence here. Last question: If you were the Ganjimis, who, what jockeys would you have booked for Massimo and uh, Notorious One? Uh, I would have had uh, Sean O'Donnell on Samizdat. Yep. Um, Samizdat travels nicely into races at times. So I would have left Joey on Massimo actually. Yeah, uh, yeah I would have yeah. left Joey on Massimo for sure. I think he rides those type of horses well. And Brad Parnham is the exact jockey you want in the absence of Clint Johnston Porter for. Okay, um, so if we're thinking the, like the, that- the jockey I would have chased, I personally would have really chased Chris Parnham. He's a great left-handed whip rider, which he said he learned from his brother, actually. Yeah. Um, so Chris would have been, but obviously he doesn't ride much for them. So if we're thinking that, right, I imagine that the Ganjimis think that Massimo is the one. Is that what you're thinking? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think, oh, I think so. either that or um, he, I think Sean's been- Or booked. Sean's committed for the he whole has, yeah, because yeah. he- uh, that's why he's not running Paddy Shadow because he's committed for the entirety of the mm. way through. So um, that's fair enough. They might have wanted that continuity um, yeah. throughout the preparation. That's, 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 and, and he has got to know the horse better. So that's yeah, he wrote it in the railway. Yep, fair enough. Oof, clear air and close enough, I tell you what, BJ. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting more and more excited. You don't want to make any best. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. We're just about there, Terry. Oh, bring, it, bring us home, mate. It is time for it's time for a Twitter announcement. Actually, magic to exceed bar plates on. <laughs> so, you know, I said I had, six, I had six bucks before. You can add a couple of second zeros to the that. Dreaded. Grow up, guys. Come on. Uh, it is never had them on. They probably had them the on. Dreaded. The, um, Probably had him on in the um, trial, the trial as well. So who knows? Well, it's interesting because it was nominated for a race back in May and scratch, and it's trialed yeah. twice since. So I wonder if they're just having a few issues there. Yeah, most of those have a few issues. Mm. Still no odds. What's going on? Geez, all these odds we've quoted could be absolutely different or irrelevant. Come, um, come, jump. Who knows? Ah, uh, but most importantly, it's now time for the get out stakes. B J S T E A K S. Do you do Wordle? I don't do hurdle. Have you had a hurdle? No. Hurdle's like wordle for music. So it gives, gives you little bits and pieces of songs and you go try and guess it. Jeez. Yeah. Are you a wordle man? Well, my mum got into it, so just a bit of a competition. Yeah. How you going? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Just take it one word at a time. The Get Out Stakes is brought to you, everyone, by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canningvale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, uh, as I mentioned last week, he's uh, he's had uh, two winners in two weeks, featherweight at uh, Belmont on um, two Saturdays ago and Warpipes at Broome last Saturday. Got the Chocolatis there in the Maiden. So, Timmy's in a bit of form, but he, uh, him and his team, they run the show out there at Market City Meets. So, when you do drop in, ask for Timmy, let him know you listen to the 1-1 and he'll look after you, roll out the red carpet. That is for sure and certain. So, we've got another three-time GOS winner, Guru. 
Mr. Nathan Bennett, that's his third get-out stakes victory. He was nearest the pin with his Star Trade uh, selection there last Saturday. The Star Trade was actually quite popular, and he got the uh, the margin closer. So congratulations, Nathan. That's um, three get-out stakes, and uh, he's rapidly rising up the uh, honor board there. So well done. Now, to enter this week's get-out stakes, send us a tweet at the 1-1-pod. On Twitter, let us know who you think is going to win race nine at Belmont this Saturday. Uh, decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred as always. And don't forget the Sam White rule. First in best dressed. And I tell you what, you're going to earn your mate this week. Mm, you will. You're going to earn your mate this week. It's really, it's a shame actually. It's still, it's after midday and the odds still aren't um, up and about. So we're, we're, we're working off um, figures that aren't really true because they will change drastically when the other agencies go up bj so what do we got here we got brad we just got brad and green mm-hmm. effectively um and a sports bet when they go up i think everyone follows them mostly mm-hmm. to some degree um so we'll uh, we'll have to hold fire in that sense but tell you what i'm i'm open i'm open to backing a number of horses here i'm not committed to any particular run and i probably won't till the day um yeah, this is just a, a wide, wide. What was wide, your wide, what was wide, your uh, highest, pr- uh, lowest well, price runner? Rather? Billy Ray. Yeah, Billy Ray was. I'm a little bit surprised. It's seven fifty um, at the moment. And um, the thing is, come the last race, BJ Barrier One, a bit like it was for Billy Ray two starts ago in Albany. Barrier One could be a poison shelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might be looking at horses drawn wide um, scouting to the race, yeah. and then. The seven fifty, you probably want ten dollars, you know. So it's difficult if, if the inside barriers are still playing well. Billy Ray will, will love these conditions. Um, we'll get a nice run into it. Everything makes sense that Billy Ray runs a good race here, but um, it's this is a cracker. This is an absolute cracker. Uh, Ella Fella will roll out in front. It's it's peak. Those two big wins on has really Ella Fella got tracks. a bit of insane madness? A hundred percent, it does. Floating. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thirteen bucks. It's not a horse I want to back. It's not a horse I'd back each way. But I mean, it'll it'll probably jump it. It's twenty five at the moment. There's no reason it'll probably jump any shorter either. Mm. Those big performances on wet tracks. The forty two days is a worry, but I think. It's wins. Those two big wins have been three or four weeks between runs. So they might be keeping it fresh on purpose. I'll ask Lindsay on the edge. Mm. I'll ask him about that. Nice little bit of information. But um, yeah, just sometimes in those wet conditions, especially if it's pissing down. If it's pissing down, BJ. Yeah. If you've got a bloke who can um, put three or four on them and just just keep going. Yeah, out of trouble as well, rolling. Yeah, because yep. it can be hard to sprint when it when a horse um, from the back when that's doing. But look, there's a big chance his race ends up as a bunched finish um they're coming down the outside harder Kerr will be really hard to beat and hold out it's it's last run against Patton was huge testing love first ride back for peter nucky lucky in the saddle lucky nucky lucky nucky back in the saddle testing love it's a don't forget it's a bob peters bred horse it'll love the conditions loves a 1400 the form around savage one Mate, and I'm, above the peg i'm still convinced it should have won last up is everything yeah. well, that form is everything yeah. if you just get wide get central let it go it'll run a big final split um, and then you've got yeah, you've got a heap of other. Seberate's got the best form on paper. You're talking stiff behind Rock and Ori. It was travelling into that. Like it was going to be beaten the length Rock and Ori, I reckon. And before that, it's beaten one and a half. It's a Ray Day. So mm. it's 
I'm worried it's a bit of a 94 from 50, and it looks like its best form's on the dry going. So It's had plenty of goes on the rain effect on yeah. uh, in Victoria as well. Not so. much success. So yeah. I'm happy to look around it, but it wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah, you can make a case for a lot of them. Vital Flirt will jump probably 150 to 1 bet Ferret Child really nicely, and it's by McFlirt. It's a complete nut of screw. That's the one of the old theories, isn't it? Mate, if you look at McFlirt's in the wet. Yeah, yeah. look, it's, I reckon that's a real one. So yeah. it's a, well, uh, you just don't see many... Uh, no, exactly. It's, it's a cracking race. Fashion Queen will go around a, probably a pretty big price. Mm -hmm. And it ran ninth of 12 last start, but it was just about the run of the race yep. um, when it ran ninth of 12. So I and I know I'm a, I'm a big ma big fan of waiting for the seniors to go on those type of back markers, but um, if it gets out to something wild. Featherweight, the way it's racing, it goes and lands just behind the speed and has field position on a lot of the good ones. So there's no reason it can't win again. Beat the bro was a target of massive support yeah, last start strong. a slowly run race. Um, hit the line really well. I don't think it's got the killer blow to beat a lot of these. And blow me out, I don't think it was suited leading. Um, you can probably find a spot in a three-wide line here. So, Yeah. It's a bit happening. My, my, my gut tells me testing love wins. Okay. My gut tells me testing love wins. But I, it's been a massive drift its last couple. So if we see $15, $18 late, not $6.50 that it currently is. So, but I don't know. I, I'm Billy Ray. I'm, I'm significantly shorter. So it makes sense to back as well. Um, Ella Fella. Yeah, I've just said them all. I'm not going to say them all again. Yeah, all right. So, don't know. My market was $5 Billy Ray, $5 Fashion Queen, $8.50. Well, yeah, five bucks Fashion Queen. $5 Fashion Queen. It's 13 at the moment. Mm. I reckon you'll see better too. You reckon? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, you found your bet. Yeah. That's a cracking little each way play for you. Yeah. I, 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 don't, yeah I, I don't blame you at all either. So the other day, I, I backed both Featherweight and Fashion Queen in that race, which mm -hmm. I said I was going to do. Oh. Featherweight. Need to help with the trumpet? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let me finish. Um, I was So Featherweight wins, Fashion Queen gets back, which you said it was always going to happen. It was going to be hard from there, which I um, which I appreciate. And But it's it sort of never really got into the race, but it's late times were exceptional on the day. And I think that this, um, this setup's much better um, for Fashion Queen. Uh, I think that last preparation, it's got Dom to shoot, sentimental queen form. Some of its runs were, were really, really strong. Second up for Adam with that run under its belt. I don't think there should be, I don't think Billy Ray should be, you know, double the price of, uh, half the price of Fashion Queen. I think they're quite evenly matched. And that is the, um, and I think being drawn off the fence as Fashion Queen um, is, I think that's going to suit. And hopefully Holly can have it just that little bit closer in a more genuinely run race and a bit of galloping room and look out for Fashion Queen late. And yeah. I'm, I'm with you as well in regards to testing love, flying. Um, midweek, midweek Ascot win was, was suited, but it, Brandon, and then the other day above the peg one and what was also around second savage one um however um there was there was a moment in that race that uh that could have it was a sliding doors moment that happened sort of between the um four and five hundred there which sort of led to testing love not getting the run that above the peg did and there was only a 0.9 length margin on at the line so yeah testing love um will be coming at them late as well but for me does look like the bet for me is fashion queen there's a lot of bets here, isn't there? Yeah. Tell you what, this is a, it's a very good race to um to genuinely see how what's going on with the day, you know, if it is suiting a certain style. The rail is good, um, if wide's good, and yeah, all the prices look good because there's so many backable horses. I I, I think you'd be pretty stiff if you waited till the jump and got a significantly lower price. Yeah, to see Does that make yeah. sense? Just because there's so so many horses that have to be supported. I tell you what, like we we have a few 
cracks at the the cards and their in, in their depth and their quality or whatever. But from a from a um, this last <laughs> this last race and probably the last half of the card, there's there's races that yeah. are uh, there's just so many ways you can you can different ways you can play them. So it's going to be a fun day. And even I mean, obviously the the wet um, and the heavy wet. Uh, throws another um, significant spanner in the works, but from a viewing and punting point of view, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a fascination on uh, Saturday out there, Hyperion Stakes Day. So, uh, one word, uh, two words, maybe to finish your your tip of the last. Betfair. Betfair. <laughs> Betfair wins. Betfair wins. Betfair Monitor wins. Betfair. Monitor, Monitor Betfair. pattern and Betfair. Okay, very good. Uh, fashion queen for me. Let's take a break. We'll be back with our Betfair. Speaking of Betfair, our Betfair best betting propositions for Hyperion Stakes Day. All right. We return with our Betfair best betting propositions for Hyperion Stakes Day. Over to you. Oh, you Jeff. kick us off. Okay. Why not? Yeah, you kick us off. All right. My Betfair best is timely outburst. Mm. I think the uh, the current price is good in a you know what what I deem to be a two horse race and um, timely outburst about the four dollars. I had a marked three twenty. This is in race seven, the Vale Merv Posner handicap. That's the way I'm going to go on top. Timely outburst. Yeah, good one. Which um, best? Well, that's what I, that's what I was probably going to go as my best. I, I don't know. It's a day where I'm, I guess my, my best bets are the, the two each way, as in hopefully mid-teens alkaline mm-hmm. and, and notorious one each way. But for a best um, that I've marked favourite that I think will win that's above my price, timely outburst at the $4 plus I think is a uh, – makes sense. But, um, yeah, lots of confidence this week. <laughs> All right. What about uh, madness? We're looking oh. for horses currently currently marked twenty one dollars twenty to one in the old or above. Uh, it's pretty tough. There's, there's not as many as you think at right at this moment in time that fit that fit the bill that we. There will be so many that late. we can. Yeah, we'll be. Yeah, yeah we. I'll have so many twenty dollar plus bets late on mm. um, on Saturday. But uh, look, I'm half the price. Ella Feller at the moment is twenty six bucks. I'm thirteen. So uh, look. I don't know if he's got the class to beat these, but sometimes just the big fella out in front that loves the sloppy if he, decks. If he turns up, he can. And it's t- yeah. pissing down with rain. Yeah. Um, they simply might not be able to catch him if he runs to those two peak performances he has done in the slop. So Ella, fella in the last to be my Maddie. Ella, fella. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't come up with with anything genuine Maddie. So uh, I'm going to sort of- Same uh, fella? going to, yeah, hitch my wagon there. Ella, fella, madness, uh, currently $26, but- uh, Will be better on the Betfair Exchange late, you would imagine. Might not be because he because if he's playing on pace yeah. and we know how he those two big runs on the wet. There's a chance he might not be. But in saying that, like we were just talking about the market and how deep that market is. Like some of your, your eighth or ninth favourite are just they're really nice horses. Like mm. Fashion Queen, I think it's about sixth, seventh in line at the moment. You've got it. Yeah, I don't even think we mentioned favorite, Crescent so. City number one as well. Oh, so. we didn't. We didn't mention. Um, no, I wouldn't mention it either. I was hundred to one Crescent City. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, Gunmetal Grace equal favourite at the moment. Reckon, we, didn't mention, we didn't mention Gunmetal Grace yeah. Savonix shorter than him. We didn't mention Savonix. Yeah, we hardly um, spoke about it. the way, um, so. do you reckon someone's going to say, gee, I wish Terry Layton was a bookmaker after uh, Crescent City wins the last Oh, yeah, go on. I can have it. <laughs> if Crescent City wins, then that's too good for me. What was the thing about Ross Trapovic the other day? Um, you were gonna you, you swim to rot nest naked. Yeah, if, yeah it was, if it was finished within five lengths of the yeah. winner or something, what was the margin? 500 lengths. <laughs> Actually, okay. Actually, I think come the Strickland, it might run. Yeah, this. I actually thought it got chopped out yeah, at a vital straight. Strickland, it's a race. All right, lay, lay. 
Mate, none of the shorties are really desperate to lay. Um, Labor Rod's 250 a place, so I'm going to just say that. I think the mile's going to be a stretch for Labor Rod. All right. Um, I'm surprised that Red 53 is the uh, $3 favourite in race three. It's a favourite? Yep. Oh, hang on, let me refresh, make sure I get that right. Three, yeah. So, what you got as well? Yeah. Yep. He's, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, I've got a couple, I've got two, two or three ahead of him in my market. So, uh, Red 53, actually, all the odds have gone up. So, he's a bit more, he's a bit longer than that now. Apologies. Just refreshed, but uh, Red 53 is my late in race three. What's, um, Oh, geez, Alkaline's gone up 10 bucks. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. Give stop me, stop just, what you want. Just give me my 50 to 1. <laughs> piss off. That's all he wants. Oh, well, the good thing is I don't need to worry about trying to get on early because uh, if, if it starts under that, then too good, Tony Glitter. Mm. Um, we're done. Is that <laughs> us? <laughs> we're wound up for the day. Righto. Well, it's been an enjoyable experience as always, BJ. Um, yeah, good day, to, good day to sit back and see how things play. And, uh, you head now? some. Yeah, I'll be heading out later probably. I'll say we're traveling. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cough on everyone. I've been a bit fluey. So I don't want to bloody infect the entirety and have more jockeys um, unable to ride because I've been at the bloody track. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, looking forward to the day. Looking forward to um, yeah, some some value. We'll find some long prize winners. Yeah. I hope on Saturday. Don't forget Peppy Jack tomorrow. Peppy Jack at Roven. We should have got Hawk on to do the roving Roven preview. A pre-racer, yeah, that would have been good. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to uh, – just look forward to everything. It's just a lot to look forward to. Do you know, do you know, what, is it, do you know what something to look forward to? Mm-hmm. Uh, the West Coast Eagles are not playing this weekend, yeah. so we can uh, we Can't can have, <laughs> have the weekend off. Can't lose this week. I'll tell you what, just, just don't win, but we don't lose. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's encouraging. Um, it is encouraging. You get small steps. Got beat by under 50 points last week, so. Mate, Waffle Eagles come out and win on the weekend and we're yeah. back in business. Exactly right. Jai Kelly. I think we're going to have about 49. Seven, we are going to have about six, seven likes. Real top liners coming back. So yeah. who knows? Maybe we could still make a run for the top eight. Four's probably out of reach now. <laughs> top eight. Who knows? In all fairness, I've backed this for the two in the spoon, so I'll be cheering for us not to win another game. I'm kidding. I won't really. I will 100% be. Um, but we'll look to have a guest on next week for the Belmont Guineas program, um, a race I'm already looking forward to, a week and a bit out. Thank you to our contestants today. Well done. On to Toby Dunn. Well done. Toby Dunn. He uh, done in, it. He got run done Timmy it. Gears. Great run from Timmy. Four. Uh, I just fell at the final hurdle. hurdle. Vulcan. Uh, Volkham knocked him over at the top of the travelator. <laughs> just bopped him. He just bopped him on the head. Fair on the scone, bop. Um, but uh, two new contestants next week. So flick us in a message. Uh, maybe we can get Chrissy on and get someone to take on Chrissy round one. So flick us a message or if you or someone you know you think would be keen or would be uh, – Even returning returning customers, anyone who's had a crack yeah, before wants to – fresh one. We'll go freshies first. Yeah. But if there's no freshies, then, um, yeah, returning customers, 100%. But uh, looking forward to that. But until next week on the one one. Thank you.